0: Welcome
1: to Lost Legends, Tales of third Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, no, there 14. are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many.
2: My name is Theron. Did a- anyone else have like a weird rope
1: fantasy? Kalanon. Magna, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day.
0: I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't you. need your mayo, aid. You know, you know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together.
3: My name's Magna. Spumoni, spumoni. me, me. Who is a calling?
0: On three, Dirty Water Boys. One, two, three.
3: Dirty Water dirty Boys! Water dirty boys. Water, dirty
1: boys. water Boys! <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Lost Legends, Tales of Thern... Our heroes traveled to the Silent Jungle to find the Wormfang Crown, an ancient artifact from the Golden Empire. Darius Thirst, the envoy for the Fairy Dragon Master Korgitham, allowed the Dirty Water Boys into the temple where they had to perform a ritual at the Great Reflecting Basin. Their responses pleased the Fairy Dragon, and they were allowed to leave with the Wormfang Crown. And now the trap is set. The Crown will be used to draw Eldario and Draconon out into open combat, with the goal of stealing the King's Amulet and commanding the Elder Dragon into a portal ending his threat forever. Our story continues as the Dirty Water Boys fly back to the Great Trench with the Wormfang crown in tow.
2: Can I just say, I thought his name was Darius this entire time and couldn't figure out why he kept correcting us. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's Darius, not Darius.
1: Darius. D-Y-R-I-A-S. I thought it was Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Majolner? Majolner.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, guys. Season finale. Series finale for the
1: Dirty Water Boys. It's bitter, bittersweet. But, yeah. 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 I've been beating myself up over this for about the last two weeks now. Just being like, oh god, we gotta stick the landing, or else they'll find out I'm a fraud.
0: <laughs> now, I think I think it's gonna be more on, on our back as a as a whole instead of just you. Because you know you, you have the bones there, but then it's up to us to not like douche it up, you know. What are
3: you
2: doing <laughs> with your back hole?
0: You're a back hole.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you calling just me a iterate, whale?
2: Though, just to iterate, though, this is not the series finale for the podcast. We will be continuing. This is just the end <laughs> yeah right of campaign. Yeah, right. and can- a the, the campaign campaign water Boys
1: store. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, well note, Spoilers! coming up. <laughs> Yeah. So I, uh, a side note, my birthday's coming up, and my folks got me a grill as an early birthday present. Oh, so no. I'm going to grill the shit out of stuff this summer. Hell yeah, dude. Make you mowed that escape. lawn yet? I have. It was beautiful. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you, you enjoy know, mowing the lawn. This one of those things where, like, our, I was talking to the fax teacher about this at the school. Like, we mowed our lawn, and then our, our neighbors are, like, this adorable little old couple, and they mowed their lawn, like, the day after ours. And it's like, okay, this is not a competition, but we will destroy you. <laughs> like, Jeez. Wait, see, there's a
0: teacher that teaches facts.
4: Yeah, yeah. I was really confused by that. FAQ? Facts.
0: FAQ? They're like a fax machine teacher? Exactly. Yeah, just straight up facts. <laughs> like water's Dropping wet, straight backs. up facts. Well, Ben, shall we, uh, shall we get going here? Let's do it. It's gonna be a long episode. I don't want to spend 20 minutes just talking about our butts. <laughs> right. <We're> Talk <laughs> about other apples. people's butts. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Berries and cream. <laughs> I'm a little lad. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you guys, you know, you're able to tell immediately as you leave the silent jungle, you know, there's dragons flying over towards the, um, you know, Kordjatham temple. Thanks again to Dress Trent 77 for, Recording with us last time. um He's one of my favorite Instagrammers. I don't really do TikTok, but like, hell yeah, fella. Basically, yeah. an open invite whenever you want to come back.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you, Trent.
1: Yeah. Ton Notice of us, Senpai.
0: <laughs> he was on our show. Of course, he noticed us.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's true.
0: The whole time, just again. not noticing us. Like, no, not <laughs> like, a.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I did what? I don't remember. Notice us that. again, Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you guys are able to tell immediately because, like, your basically your voices turned back on, and that um, kind of mind melding effect ends. Grund is just kind of there. He's like, "Oh, I think I can talk again." Bless be us.
4: I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, that's glory a great
5: thing. Be. be, Yeah, buddy.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so no, we, we flew
0: up, right? We're. We're like flying up out of the bubble, like the silent you
2: know, bubble like, thing. Like
1: up out of the, like up and around out of the bubble.
0: Yeah, heading back
2: towards the Great yeah. Trench. Yeah, I want to go too far up because the you know dragons. I thought you were know, going to say the atmosphere.
1: Might. It's like yeah,
2: that no, the, psh, outer
0: space. Here we come. Space <laughs> Jam. Like, yeah, this segues into Spelljammer. Spelljammer. Hell yeah! It. I was like Space Jammer. That's not right. Hang on. Space
1: you know? Jam. That's the one with Michael Jordan, isn't it? Yeah, buddy.
4: Yes. <laughs>
1: But uh, but yeah, Grund, He's like, so what happens if I put this crown on? Do I like become a king or something? Try it.
4: There is a part like, of oh, well. me that would like to see.
1: <laughs> he puts the crown on and he's like, "How do I look?
4: You look fabulous, fa- fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> well, you look fab I- fabulous. Words. Yeah, words and junk. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah words and junk. And uh, when he looks at Daphne and. Daphne says he looks fabulous. He's, you guys all see him blush a little bit. And he's like, oh, come on now. I don't look that fabulous. I'm still just a big old lunk.
4: What's <laughs> your, our big old lunk?
5: I, I suppose that's true.
4: Mostly mine, but, you know, whatever.
5: Now, with this hat on, does that mean
1: our kids, like, control the goblins? Was not that, like, all about hats or something? You have to be wearing the hat I'm wearing to control the goblins' body. So it's like a magic hat.
0: Yeah, and you can try to best me in combat, but and that's how you can take it. But I, I fucking hope you would. I wish you would try, buddy.
5: Well, the thing is, I don't like embarrassing people out in the <laughs> oh, open like that. Okay. So, all
0: right, all right. You're <laughs> lucky you, right. you're with her, because otherwise you would be you would be dead,
5: dead for now for sure. So i pasted people four times, maybe five times your size before, and I destroyed an entire city. Yeah, you did. Good job with that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it called again? Brandy Dwarf City something. 100%. You got it. Yeah. Yes, I am. I've been learning. Don't call me a scrub. I've been learning. I've been reading. I've been reading a good word from the doctor. <laughs> w-
0: which doctor yeah. is that? Zeus. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Phil. I genuinely thought you were going to say Phil.
4: was <laughs> <laughs> well, not really sure how that was going to go. Who? Dr. Dr.
0: Seuss.
1: Dr. He, he, Dr. Phil Shire. <laughs> he likes to rap. <laughs> yeah, he, he's gonna Seuss wear the crown as long as you guys let him, you know. Yeah, like no, I'm taking that off him. I'm
0: straight fancy. up I'm taking that for myself. Big Boots is big on that. He's that was the whole arc like two episodes ago. When we found about the crown, big boots is taking it. Like <laughs> he's like, oh
5: all right. you could have it, Mr. Boots. Yeah, give me here. Give me here.
4: Because he's going to give it to the rightful, you know, queen. When we're done.
0: Yes. And. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
4: And. I'm watching you. Oh, thank you.
0: Nice that you have my back. I appreciate it.
4: Just be sure a knife doesn't go there.
0: Uh, oh, mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're on a flying carpet right now, Daphne. I could just kick you <laughs> off.
1: Get Spartan, the old kick you off. treatment. <laughs> <laughs> and just Thunder Waver into the next campaign. I did pick up thunderwood, thunderclap, actually, so... <laughs> I'm
4: okay with that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, after maybe a day of flying, you guys end up... You know, you see smoke rising from the Great Trench. Yeah, um, kind of backed by high command is where you guys would park Moxie, you know, crown and toe. Uh, Princess Eldora, Kerrigan Grey, and Little Love are all there to kind of intercept you guys and welcome you into high command. They've got, you know, all, all the tables set up. They have everything ready. Um, and Kerrigan is there with like a satchel filled with papers as he's been doing a whole ton of research. Um, Eldora looks at you all, sits at the head of the table and says, I'm, to assume that you found the crown then. I point to my head. Yep. Oh. Oh. And she uh, comes forward and just kind of marvels at it for a moment. You know, you being like three feet tall, she's kind of bent down. Two foot ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she says. So this is the worm fang crown. This is the the crown of my ancestors. I guess. Yeah, yeah. She goes to uh, kind of like poke her finger on one of the one of the seven dragon teeth. You know, that's coming out of it, and it pokes her, and so oh, it's still sharp. How oh, yeah, be was. careful, be careful. She says, well, I can see why my brother coveted this. It's been lost for centuries. Because it seems and that... Oh,
4: I was going to say, Big Boots is going to give it back to you when when we're finished. He has promised.
1: He says, yes, I'd very much like to... Um, well, she takes a moment later and she says, I suppose the crown only has the weight that you put on it. His big boots, I'm fine with you wearing it for now. Yes, and? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, and she smiles at you.
0: It's not my first time in leadership, you know? I, I have experience. I Of everyone in this camp, I might have the most experience than anyone of leading a nation of people.
3: And the highest body count. Also makes me worthy of
1: of adelage. Say <laughs> highest body count, half of them are plants.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: and it's not because he forgot to water them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Give them the golden shower.
0: Oh, they got watered.
1: <laughs> oh they, no. There you go. But uh, but yeah, Kerrigan he uh, unfolds a map on the table and kind of points out a couple of things. You know, basically, you know, you guys are here at the Golden Trench. Up there was the uh, you know Silent Jungle, kind of like like showing you guys around the map and stuff in the eastern part of the world here. Um, basically, he's been on a mission to find the perfect place to have this final battle at a place that's going to offer good defensive capabilities, but also you know give enough space for the the you know evil king Eldario to be lured out. And uh, he settled on a place they call Black Mountain. And essentially, it's a dormant volcano, um, high enough that the crest and the the caldera are above the clouds. And uh, it's a pretty large caldera, probably about the size of a football stadium. And um, yeah, so large enough to hold an elder dragon for this, um, you know, to bring him down, so to speak. Um, At this point, Little Love would also chime in. She has a spell scroll that she would hand to Theron. And uh, she says, yes, my uh, my cloud giant mage has whipped this up. Should send on somewhere pretty foul once we get a hold of the amulet. The uh, commanding what, uh, amulet, the heart scale amulet. Yeah, what's the What's the scroll do? Uh, basically, you banishment. just throw it on the ground. And it's like banishment, yeah. Basically, it opens up a portal. And uh, once you have the, the heart scale amulet, you can command on to go in it and then close it.
4: But he can't get that one again, right? He
1: uh, shouldn't be able to. <laughs>
6: okay.
0: That's what season five's for, right? i like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just, you know. <clears throat> Actually sends them back in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Alduin. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, Black Mountain. What about, like, right next to it's Candy Mountain. Can we have the battle there instead?
1: as well, that's... Too sweet. Too much diabetes. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, Wilford. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes.
2: <laughs> Black Mountain, Black Dragon, Black Hand. All right.
1: Just don't worry, we'll be watched over by the Mountain Mama, who will take you home on the country roads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I don't get it.
1: Is this is the Bard Don Genver comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah as far as the the plan goes um so kerrigan you know it's pretty set on black mountain um basically yeah i mean they'll be able to take however many troops they can get you know and kind of ring them around the volcano and kind of have the advantage going downhill um storm giants are pretty much all in as far as defending the skies making it so it's not just like a blowout uh, from Dragonfire, Kerrigan says the only thing that we need right now is uh, recruits. This could turn into a suicide mission. And I, and he looks over at Kalanon, who's just kind of there in the corner. Says, if I've learned one thing, it's the value of life. Don't want to send anyone to their death if they have somewhere else to be.
4: I'm doing a slow turn when he says that. <laughs> like, oh, also well, so now you value life. Okay. Okay. Says, yeah. I,
1: yeah. Have any lessons with Kalanon Of very enlightening. Kalanon just nods, sipping his coffee—not the goblin coffee, the good kind. If coffee can be good,
6: that's <laughs> fine.
1: Essentially, would give you guys the uh, the offer. He says, you know, as far as finding recruits, he has a stone that can thaumaturge your voice, kind of proclaim it out like a loudspeaker to so like people in the camp. Yep. Okay. So who would want to uh, try to recruit some jabronis? i think it's magnus turn to recruit some people sounds mm-hmm. about right
3: oh uh, you really you really want you want me to do that you yeah. really want me to you yeah. think that i have a uh, silver tongue to be able to influence or inspire people to essentially <laughs> come and, and die by our side You've inspired this me cause? just right there. I'm
0: inspired to go die. Let's do this, buddy. <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs> All right. Fine, fine, fine. Fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Where's the stone that I speak into?
1: Yeah, Kerrigan tosses it to you. Probably about the size of like a baseball.
3: It. No, thank you. All right. <clears throat> We're going to Black Mountain, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. And so uh, essentially there's like kind of like a central area, like a nexus kind of waypoint um, in the center of camp where a lot of the soldiers would be kind of, there's a lot of movement, a lot of wagons and horses and stuff. Um, As you all approach, you'd see uh, essentially a lot of people stop and they just kind of pause for a moment. Some of them even putting their fist over the heart, like a sign of respect, you know? Yeah. Little love. She just kind of looks at you and says, just go with me on this. She goes and picks you up and puts you on her shoulders to give you kind of like what? your front and center.
3: Oh, this is weird. This is weird. So, All you right. have the floor. <clears throat> Magnet. There's his throats. and this it's thing, thing on? on? Hello? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can everybody Can hear me? me? <clears throat> so, oh, oh, we, we need, need recruits. recruits. We, we need soldiers, soldiers to, to help. help on our on mission, mission to uh, to, uh black, black mountain, mountain. um who wants what's
1: it in? go ahead and roll a persuasion skill check
3: oh shit 15
1: <laughs> 15 all right so um there'd be a number of uh, soldiers that start kind of beating their mailed fist on their breastplate chest you know just bang 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 like they uh like they're totally on board um, you guess probably in the area Like maybe around 500
3: How many are we trying to get Trying to get A, f- a few thousand at least Alright let's All right, start. start But we but need we... more <laughs>
0: Please
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please come die for us You get <laughs> college credit
3: <laughs> uh, I mean
0: um Free t-shirt
3: <laughs> 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 You survive You survive you get a t-shirt it says I survived Black Mountain. Oh, oh shit. shit! All right, so, so we're gonna we're need, need a little, a little more. more? I, appreciate I appreciate the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm for those who have come, come forward. forward, but we're gonna we're need, need a little, a little more. more. We're closing, we're closing into, into the, the final, final battle, battle of this, this war. war. This um, war? behind
0: him, I'm gonna on my kazoo, just play a, like a sweet, sultry. Tone to cast bark Inspiration on him. So on Absolutely. his next persuasion roll, you can roll a plus to, or an add a d10 to that, Joe. Thanks.
3: Okay.
4: I, I want to whisper it to you. Tell them they don't have to pay taxes anymore when they're
3: done. There are, there are also awesome tax, tax exemptions, exemptions. if, you, if join you join our mission. mission. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, Especially if, if you, you die. die. Um... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's solid logic. You don't pay taxes if you're
3: dead. <laughs> that's hopefully excellent. It's an excellent, an excellent <laughs> ultimatum: live or pay, <laughs> pay taxes or die, and you're tax-free. Like I, I don't know. That sounds very persuasive, my friend. Yeah, we're well, This is well, this our we're pushing, pushing into our final, our final battle, battle here. here. We're getting, we're getting close, close to, the, to end the, end end the end of the, of the, the war. war, and if, if all, all goes, goes well, well, the rightful, rightful ruler, ruler will be, be... put in their in, in place. place. <clears throat> the We need we to go, go and attack Go into the Black mountain, mountain to attack Dragon, right? Yeah, Dra- Dra- <laughs> <He kinda laughs> dragon on He kind of whispers into You're like, oh, this is a dragon, right? Okay, cool Alright <clears throat> There's a dragon, <laughs> the dragon on Black mountain, mountain that we have, have to, to Slay play. And we, and need, we a need a need few, few thousand, thousand Of you guys, you guys to help, help us help out with, with that any I more volunteers?
4: Understand what you
0: can be heroes by ending the war. Play
1: up the heroism.
3: Hey, oh.
4: Let me let me roll this persuasion check. Make
3: sure that yeah. I get a few more before we start pulling out the hero card. Okay. All right. All totally.
1: Right. You want to work up to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I right, go and roll persuasion again and then you can add the D ten uh from the
3: Bardic Inspiration. Alright, so that is also a 15. Even with the D ten? Yes. Because I got a 12 on the persuasion check and then a three on the D10. Go ahead. And,
1: oh, I'll give you advantage on the persuasion check because this is, I mean, you know, like y- you guys are heroes, you know, like they
3: people on both sides of the trench recognize you doing you a reroll for the bark inspiration or just uh, go ahead and keep that one. Okay, then it would be
1: 21. All right, one of the there guys looks up, he says, so about this tax exemption.
6: It's <laughs> <Gets> a <laughs> shit.
5: says, so let
1: me just get this straight. If we go and fight for you in the suicide run on the Black Mountain, are, let's say we don't make it back. Are the kids going to be taken care of? Is my wife going to be taken care of?
3: Say Yes! Yes! yes!
1: He looks back at I the will, and says,
3: "I, I will. I am, I am. I am sure that, Princess. That princess when, this when this war is, war is over, over, all family members of those members lost will be compensated fairly. But right now, we are in. We are closing, we are closing into the end, the end of the war, and, the war and we we are in this, in this. This is, this is our final, final push. 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 We, we are so, are so close, close to victory. To be able to ensure." safety Safety. this This ensure a a a bright and safe future future for for our families families. this This is our our chance chance to be able to to do our part part. cannot Cannot guarantee any any of your guys guys survival survival, at all all. and yes yes, this is is a suicide suicide run run. but this this is our time time to be heroes heroes. there it is he did it and (laughs) And to fight 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 for for what what we believe believe is right. For what what is is right. So So I I ask, ask, who is with with me? me.
1: Do I roll again? Go ahead and roll again with persuasion. Yeah. Or with with advantage on persuasion. And I'm I'm assuming that Big Boots is still strumming that sultry tune. Oh, yeah. No, well, it's a kazoo, so.
0: yeah.
1: Er, yeah. <laughs> 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 Did Joey add the D10 as well? Yeah. We'll say it carries. That up. is a Feeling 26. Generous. There you go. Yeah, so the guy that asked about the tax exemption about this kids and stuff, he kind of looks back. He says, well, that's good enough for me. And he uh, kneels, but, you know, kind of kneels with his head down. And you'd estimate probably about 3,000 more in the area follow suit in kneel. Um, there would be a person you notice not kneeling and I cast uh, fireball. She Thank is <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, as everyone kneels, you hear like a uh, mailed footstep like thunk, 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 kthunk. and walking in between the ranks, you see the crimson snipe and seven sparrows following behind her. Um, the soldiers kind of look over and they you know there's audible gasps as you know the the crowd parts. Allowing the Crimson Snipe to come up to you guys, she uh, takes Magna's hand. You know, raises it in the air like a boxer. What? And she says, uh, "We will never have a better chance than this. The day has come when we take destiny into our own hands. Let's go end this war." And they all immediately begin cheering, shouting, "Dirty Water Boys, Crimson Snipe! Dirty Water Boys, Crimson Snipe! Dirty and, Snipe! Uh, dirty Snipe!" <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, that just I'm echoes
4: Existential throughout. crisis, Ben. Hold on.
2: Crimson am, water. Am
4: I also there?
1: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> yes, I'm there twice.
1: Fuck Holy yes. shit! Holy shit! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that echoes throughout the camp and draws more people in. You would estimate probably about seven thousand by the time everything is said and done.
3: All right, we're ready to rock and roll.
1: So with that, it is a, a two day trip up to the uh, up to Black Mountain. So the uh, the soldiers, you know, they're told they have about an hour to prepare. Grab your weapons, grab your armor, anything that you'll need, and um, let's go in this war. Uh,
0: I want to get that Chowinga blessing before we leave for sure. Mm-hmm.
5: That's a good idea. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna take the the Dragon Slayer one. Excellent. I just put it in my pocket. I just put it in my. You know my, what? You know what? I'm just gonna keep the the frog one actually no I'm kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so uh so big boots as you go up to get the chewing a blessing you'd see <laughs> you'd see the one from earlier he uh he's got several little chewinglets and uh, he comes to you he says so I see you have returned is this the one I fucked? because he had
0: like a like a Barry Manilow kind of voice
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go
4: a hey, Manilow, hey, white what? <laughs> I think you meant Barry White. I'm I don't know. pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely I, Barry White. It's he okay had a sultry
0: him. voice.
2: A sultry yes.
4: voice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, uh, give me your blessing now, please.
5: He says you give me your bliss and I'll give you mine. No,
1: he goes like, and takes his little vine and like caresses there's, your cheek. There's twenty thousand of you, and it sucks that you're
0: the first one I saw. I mean, what are the chances of that? I mean, I, I can just look around and find the other
5: one. <laughs> says yeah, it's almost like I planned this from the start. Yeah, you would it think gives so. Me like a wink. <laughs> you would think so. It's almost like I've been watching your every move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, listen. I've already, I've already sampled your wares i i am not i'm going <laughs> somewhere else so you can either give me the blessing and we can end amicably. or i'm casting fireball
5: <laughs> well i pick the rose when you can get the petals for free i
0: see how it is <laughs> exactly we, we this was all about just like an anim- anonymity you know like i didn't like we we're just like a one night stand then it turned into like an orgy next you know which is cool i'm down for that but anonymity yeah
1: never yeah. never heard of her good Good. So you get it. You get it. It says, look, when this war is over, and he caresses your cheek one more time. Look me up. Are, all right. You have like, like you're going to be dead by that
0: time, right? Like, you, your life cycle's like a week and a half or something, right? Like, tulips Amazing. are only up for like two weeks and they die. Like It's the power of love, baby. No, nah, no. No, love was never mentioned. <laughs> not at all. Maybe not explicitly.
6: Mm.
0: no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I look to one of the other Chewingas that he's hanging around. I'm like, how about you? You want to
1: give me your blessing, please? Por favor. That one goes to, and then the uh, the one just gives him a look, and he just, like, stops, puts his hands in his little non-existent pocket dimension pockets, and starts whistling and walks away. <laughs>
0: God damn it. God damn it. God damn it.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Sultry Voice.
0: Yeah. Sure, I will, I cross my fingers behind my back, I will look you up after the war, I promise. See, that's all it took, baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he uh, basically puts both vines on your cheeks, and then does like the whole, like, kind of like, like Italian, like, kiss on one cheek, kiss on the other cheek, kind of thing, and then he slaps you. He
5: says, that's so you remember me. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Uh, can you remind me what the what the blessing does again? oh
1: yeah, the blessing. He touches you on the shoulder.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other stuff was just, you know, little for me, little for you. Oh, it was the flare. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives you a plus one on your attack rolls against dragons, and then mm-hmm. you deal an extra 3d6 damage uh, okay. against
0: them. 3d6. Uh, does it give you the bless? It gave you, or was that a different blessing that gave you bless?
1: Uh, that's a different one. Yeah. Okay. Yep, this one is just plus one to attack, plus three d six damage versus dragons or anything like dragon ish. So, like if you track a dragonborn, that's kind of the same thing. Or track yeah. like a wyvern, same kind of thing. Okay.
4: Were there any blessings for extra, like health as far as healing people? Because I don't remember. It's been so long.
1: So there's charm of the maimed, which lets you regrow lost uh, lost appendage. Charm of the dragon slayer, which is one that Logan's got. Um we'll say, yeah, we're just gonna homebrew one. There's we'll say that there's a charm that lets basically it's like a healing charm. You can use it on yourself or on somebody else. It's a uh, cure wounds for 3d8 plus charisma mod. Or three 3d8 plus spell casting mod, we'll say.
4: Would that happen if I'm using a spell? Would they get they, an additional?
1: Um, so this would be like a free, oh. like you could do this, we'll say as a bonus action.
4: Okay, cool.
1: Heck yeah. Well, with that, the um is there anything anyone else would like to do at the trench before we head to Black Mountain?
2: <clears throat> I'd like to find out if either Kalanon or Daphne or any other cleric really have a certain spell prepared for the day. Um ceremony. If anyone has ceremony prepared.
1: Uh yeah, Kalanon could prepare it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like why? Uh, hey, why would you like that spell?
0: <laughs> um, what's going I like? On? I uh, like how your eyes bug out when you gotta do the voice.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah. <laughs> I would like to think that Nazir and I had probably talked about this um like the night before, and uh, we just want to um get this quick ceremony done real quick. Uh, and she has like a. Like a a ring made of like grass on her finger. Cause you know, we're in the middle of
1: a war. I don't have like a ring prepared. Yeah, she is a hundred percent on board. Um, just kind of a quick, almost like a courthouse wedding. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, Calanon, and Kalanon's happy to officiate. Um he uh he'd even be willing, you know, for like he's got we'll say he's got some gold. He could just get some like real quick kind of gold wedding bands, nothing super fancy. You know, like thirty gold pieces each, kind of thing, to tell you know, as as like a, a gift and stuff. Um, he says the only thing is that you're gonna need a witness, and I can't witness because
2: I'm the officiant. Well, I got I got these guys, and I pointed at all three of the dirty water
1: folks. The rest of us say Grund is like, uh, am I, am I Grund, one of the dirty yeah. water
5: folks, or am I, am I not there yet? You're definitely not sure, there grind. yet, bud. No. when do I get the membership sure, Grund. card?
2: You're not one of the dirty water boys, but you can be one of the dirty water folks. <laughs> I
5: can know for that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: The folks are the good people. They get invited to You're- the picnic. <laughs> 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 but yeah,
1: Callan, this is a quick, kind of like an old ritual, quick wedding. Um, takes like a, I mean, like a towel normally, but like a, a rag is really all they can find. Basically has you guys hold hands uh with the rings on, wraps it around uh the towel around both of your arms, kind of connecting you, and then gives you a chance to say vows to each other.
2: Oh no, we're not we're not doing that part. We just quick and easy, one and done. We'll do something bigger later. This is just a uh, just in case something happens to one of us. What if what if there is no later?
0: Foreshadowing by the DM.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um,
2: I guess fair fair point. Last time we went into a big big battle. One of us didn't make it out.
0: Nazara, why don't you go first? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, she just kind of chuckles and she uh, she says, well, I'm not sure how elaborate they want these vows to be, but um, she says, I knew right from when I first met you that, that you were something special. And you've proven me right every single day. She's sorry, I'm just kind of on the spot. And you see her blushing a little bit. She says, um, you know, if we both make it out of this alive, as I pledge, she looks Calin on, caling on nuts. She says, I pledge to um, show you how much you mean to me every day until the end. And you
2: have my bow. <laughs> um <laughs> um N- Nazera you've uh, you've entered my life twice you've left my life once and hopefully that la- that second part won't happen again at least not anytime soon based off of birth and stuff you know i i will live a slightly longer life than you but <laughs> um, <laughs> I want that I want that slightly longer life to be mostly filled with uh, joy and happiness from you and our friends and I, can, uh, I just I don't think look I look could up. ask for anything more
1: I'm just picturing like a young Jack old Rose at some point <laughs> I
2: won't let go <laughs> I mean I won't live immensely longer but you know like 120, 130 maybe
1: um, yeah she says, hey, I like the sound of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Joey. Joey, 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 Joey holding <laughs> up a box with Titanic on the front of it. Um, <laughs> so specifically, um, there is a spell called Ceremony. Would that have
1: been yep. cast here for the wedding section? Absolutely. So you guys each All give right, each other a cool. plus two bonus to your AC when you're within 30 feet of each other. Heck yeah. The creature can benefit from this right again only if widowed.
2: Yes. Mostly it's just this was my best way of finding a way to protect Nazera
0: on the battlefield. Okay. Uh Magna, hear me out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, all ears. <laughs> what do you got, cheap?
0: Since since Caladon's doing weddings really quick and we get bonuses to our AC final battle situation, let's say we get hitched, buddy. You could bring I'm that not- Chewinga to battle with you.
4: I am not marrying <laughs> I am not marrying you. Why not? kind of thinking the same thing with Grund. I mean, hey, this is a great idea. Let's all get married. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, I feel like the fan base really had been shipping us the entire time, and I think we I'm just kind of lean... i for
3: that kind of commitment.
0: I think we lean It's It's a magic spell. It means nothing to us. Sorry. It's, it's,
3: hammer, just, it's not
6: you.
1: It's, you, it's me. Oh. The ship name I mean, is really. Hammer. It's, it's not been you, three it's seasons me. in the making, you know? You raise big boots up, put them on your shoulders. Yeah. We
0: go into battle, me on top of you every time, and usually one of us finishes the fight before it's over, you know, like one of I'm us can gets... move on. Okay. <laughs> move on. All right. I'm I guess I'll just go on. in and die. Cause I don't get the plus two AC sitting here with 16 AC. All right. Okay.
1: They <laughs> definitely, you'd see, see you... Grun's face is completely red as uh, you mentioned, <laughs> like weddings and stuff. And he just, he can't make eye contact with you as he looks down. And just looking at it, so he's like, "Yep, right. I'll figure. Yep, yeah, uh, let let's go, Magda.
5: Let's uh, let let's head out." <laughs> and I uh, uh, is it hot in here? I mean, I know we're outside and stuff, but like, oh, oh
1: gods,
4: coward! Get back here and get married. Come on, what are you doing? I'm pretty sure that your AC is lower than mine. <laughs> are you? Get- I don't want you to die. Because <clears throat> you know, I actually like you,
1: and he's
5: like, Oh, oh, <laughs> God. oh she said it. All right, um, uh, d- well,
1: and he, uh, he's far too awkward for this,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine, you know, but I can't bring you back, though.
0: So. so, hey, well, Daphne, um, since we both hey. got stood up,
4: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> This guy's been after me for months. I can't believe it. He's if you're if you're freebie.
0: if you're willing for a green card wedding right now, like <laughs> you're both already citizens of the Golden Empire, are you not? Just, well, I, green card in name. I'm looking to get that eighteen AC, <laughs>
1: honestly. <laughs> so I, I will it? say, for for the spell to work, it's got to mean something. <laughs> well, I yeah. do.
2: just you go around casting
0: marriage on people you are
4: my favorite person in the whole
0: world <laughs> I knew since the moment I saw you you were the one for me you and your big hat we both like big hats <laughs>
2: and
4: we and cannot, you cannot lie, lie. yes <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: uh,
0: alright <sighs> fine uh, no fine. it actually
4: means something with Grund with you and no. me yeah,
0: it would mean oh, something for Magna and me. Like, like he is my soulmate. But
4: I think he is. Yes. Are you sure about
3: that?
0: <laughs> um. Really quick, before we head off, I want to just talk to Kevin really quick.
4: Yeah,
1: Kevin pops. I was like, hello. Hey, Kev. Hey, how you doing, bud? All oh, that. How can I help you? you uh, got any other critters to deposit in these pockets? Num num. Oh, you ate the frogs too? <laughs>
6: uh,
0: they were delicious. Thank you. How does a mole eat three frogs?
5: It took. Uh, a little bit of creativity, I will say. Yep. You ate Pikachu. I don't, I don't know what his name was. I just wow. Told him breakfast. I feel like there was there was a lot of
0: room for growth there. We could have done something with that, but man, he's kind of.
5: I am quite growing, you know, well fed and all that.
0: Okay. Hey, about that. Um, I really don't care that you ate the frogs. I know they're telling my children, but whatever. I mean, I fireballed my other children. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So I'm carrying. not father of the year. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> um. Hey, you've been on this like fantastic journey with me for like a year and a half, two years or whatever. Yep. And you've managed to like not get hurt, which is pretty fucking cool. But like we're going to like BBEG or Big Big Yeah, BBEG territory. Do you want to like still stay in my pockets and, and risk your life or do you want me to like find a nice little glen for you to like settle down and like live your life as a mole again? A mole again, if you will.
1: <laughs> he says, "Well, Believe it or not, these times in your pocket have been the best times of my life.
0: You're my ride or die, is what you're saying. Indeed, Do you wanna married, <laughs> I You want to get married, Kevin? <laughs> I actually already have a wife. What? You have? And you left her when I when I took you along. I mean,
3: <laughs> left it is. her is no, a bit strong. No, she's in the pocket. She's yeah. in the pocket too. <laughs> she has a whole family in there.
2: It's the frog he didn't eat. There's a
3: really yeah.
4: terrible joke in there about pockets, and I'm just
3: oh god.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he's like, well, I mean, I'll make it back to her at some point. Well, that
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if we're making it back from this one, bud. This is uh either I'm gonna be on the throne as king, or or we're dead. Like. <laughs>
1: That's the only options. Yeah. So if those are 50-50 odds, then I like those odds. To be honest, I wasn't father of the year either. You have kids? Kevin! Uh, (laughs) You
2: took this man from his wife and (laughs) kids. Come on an adventure with
1: me in my pocket.
3: And he's like, okay. (laughs) You see,
1: my, my end goal is that when you're king, I'll have enough food I can return home and be a hero of the village. The little mole people village.
0: We could do that now. I have so much money and food I could give you. Like I'm saying I could make this happen for you now. But if you want to come into battle with me and like get all the glory and shit, hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm here. You're my ride or die. We'll
1: see it through to the end. All right. And I get like like, salutes with his little mole hand.
0: I I offer like my hand out like the the hardcore power, like the bro like handshake. You
3: son of a bitch.
1: You son of a bitch, yeah, like that handshake. See, he goes for the salute and then he goes right into that. He weighs maybe ten pounds, if that. He's How weighs a He's bicep. a big mole now. Holy shit! My cat's twelve pounds. <laughs> like... <It's> well fed. <laughs> 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 Do
6: we
0: Those get frogs, like a badass, man. Like, bicep yeah, magical shake,
3: frogs. or is it like skinny arms?
1: Well, they were magical frogs,
3: so.
0: So basically, like he's, a, I can throw him out, and it would be like a hand grenade of magic. Is what you're saying?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Kevin, I just wanted to make sure you made an appearance in the finale. I know people would probably kill me if I didn't bring you in.
1: That's right, right, yeah. Yeah, I've just been here the whole time, just listening. I mean, I can't really help in combat, so just kind of uh, along for the ride. All right, all
4: right, hell yeah, man. So, Tales of Thurn fans, um, go ahead and make a whole comic book about, you know, the aftermath of said mole if he makes it, just saying. Debbie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the adventures of yes.
1: Kevin in Mole Village, yes. returning home to his family <laughs> after he
4: left them
0: for a year.
1: Well, Imagine it's kind of like the Odyssey. He comes back and there's all these moles trying to bang his wife. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, I was going to say it was for children, but I guess...
0: No, this show's not for children, going. so... <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Moldisius. That was the
4: children's book spinoff. off Yeah. <laughs> I have one thing I need to do.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
4: Is is the princess herself, or is she now just presenting as a the snipe?
1: Presenting as Crimson Snipe,
4: yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> do I know? I don't. I don't think I know that. She's. It's, the, it's not, the a not an open person. secret.
1: Yeah. Right. Daphne would not know. Okay.
4: Well, I need to talk to the princess, so that's not going to help any. That's fine. I got gotcha. you. Moving on.
5: Yeah.
2: Just wander around. Do you do you ask anyone princess? if they've seen the princess? <laughs> because like,
5: we could she
4: potentially
1: go? tell you. She go? Oh, that's Richards.
4: true. Well, you're getting married. I wasn't going to bother you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so officially, you know, the princess is staying behind in headquarters to kind of keep an eye on the trench. Her being like one of the most indispensable people in the coalition unofficially yeah she's going to be there with kalan with the dirty water boys to help as the crimson snipe in the final battle Uh, what's hopefully the final battle yeah
4: so so let's go with i can't find these guys for a minute right let's let's play it out um who would be the next in charge like if i can't find her because she's quote being protected somewhere safe who's the next person in charge that would be like i don't know like who i think would be in charge of stuff after the war.
1: Uh, probably Kerrigan.
4: Ugh. All right, fine. I knew it was going to be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs>
1: Kerrigan looks at, you know, we'll say he's like sharpening his, um, you know, his uh, like the, the spirit, the, the, the pointy part of his hammers and stuff and, uh, looks at you and it's like, Hey, um, do you, do you need me to,
5: are you here to hurt me again? <laughs>
4: I was going to say, do I need you to die as quickly as possible? Yes. Well, actually, no. Um, just live long enough uh, to get a message to someone is important. Of course. Um, if I don't make it, I have a considerable amount of wealth and land that belong to my father. And I'm going to want to transfer that to the survivors of this battle to help out. If I do live, uh, then I just want my house back. We'll talk about that later. But uh, if I don't make it, then there are other people who are going to benefit from that. So I was going to tell the queen, but she's not here. So
1: yeah, I haven't seen her. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I heard she's somewhere back at headquarters, you know, makes sense to have her stay behind.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she doesn't really seem built for fighting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wispy, right? Yeah. Doesn't look good in armor.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I can't see it. <laughs> that Crimson Snipe, though. Hot damn.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that person just suddenly came from. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've heard stories.
1: Heard stories of the Crimson Snipe. Never thought I'd actually get to see him in person. Like to shake his hand. Offer him some brisket. You know, manly stuff. Grunt for unnecessary reasons.
4: Okay, well, uh, most of this conversation has made me want to throw up in my own mouth, so I'm going to I got to a thing
1: it. for that. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> he goes and pulls out like a shot glass and like a flask, and says this'll this'll clear you down. It's mostly just because I
4: have to to speak to you, you you do realize that, right? Like, as soon as I walk away, I feel a lot better.
1: As well, To yeah. so yourself. He goes and takes a drink. Says,
5: "If I'm if I'm drinking, that I'm not talking." Oh, glug 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 glug.
3: Oh God! I hope you die. He has a point. He has a point.
0: When when you said I have a thing for that, I thought you meant as a kink. I'm like Jesus, Ben.
2: Yeah, man. My mind went to the yeah. same place.
1: I'm like Hom- <laughs> homies in the Roman showers. All right. <laughs> no, so so, you know, out of game. My entire intent with this character was to have him start off as like a piece of shit asshole, and then Kalanon could teach him right from wrong. So yeah, he's making a genuine effort to not be a piece of shit. It's kind of like his his arc for this season is like becoming a halfway decent human being. Um is Little Love going to the battlefield with us? She is, yeah. Okay. She um she's going to command the storm giants there.
0: Okay, cool. I don't need to have like a, a heartfelt goodbye yet then.
1: All right. Yeah. Um so, it'd be uh about a 2-day travel. You guys would see over in the horizon, essentially it's wide flat plain covered in tall grass and rising up above it is one lone mountain. Um you know, black mountain covered in soot and like kind of black dirt and stuff. Um, essentially, you know, black mountain.
0: I'm just imagining like metal music in the back and just a guy going,
4: blah. <laughs> you mountain. Black. You also see the, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. you see that. Yeah. The peak of the mountain is high enough. There's kind of like some clouds around the peak of the mountain. So you can't quite see the caldera kind of, uh, tall and skinny mountain uh there'd be multiple roads that lead up the side of it and uh, several kind of big clefts where like armies could camp at you know kind of a good location you'd probably see about 10 miles in all directions um from the uh, the encampment so uh at this point as the party kind of disembarks and sets up camp uh the crimson snipe would come up to uh, big boots and she says well I'm sure that news has reached my brother by now that we have the crown, but we need to um, set the uh, you know set the trap in motion. He says, "Would it be okay if I borrowed that crown for a moment?"
0: But you said I could have it until the battle was over.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine
0: well. being bait. Like I'm cool with that if I get to
1: wear the crown. Like, then I, I have an idea. Um, she, uh, essentially she casts like, um, like a message spell on the crown with you wearing it, um, effectively letting you be the spokesperson kind of her intent is that she, uh, you know, it's kind of a come get us. Like we have the crown come and get us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm casting it out to the king. Yeah. So how, how would you want to word that? <clears throat> like this, this message kind of egging him on.
3: You a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, listen up, motherfucker!
0: Challenging my my Tiger King there. <laughs> hey, listen here, you uh you shriveled up bag of dicks, you uh, false king, you incompetent loser, Mister. Oh, I lost the 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 what's you? You're no longer the champion of death. <laughs> you fucking chode. You suck, dude. You're not even good enough that the god of death wants you anymore. And I promise you. Hey, I'm here at this Black Mountain if you want to fucking tango. Uh, this is Big Boots, by the way. Admiral Big Boots, commander of the Fourth Fleet, uh, leader of the Dirty Water Boys, uh, son of giants, heir to the throne of the the giants. You know, I'm here to, oh, I'm also betrothed to Shethos. Hey, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to become a god. Fuck you, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'll become a king and a god. It's never been done before. Um, anyway, I know I'm, I'm monologuing here and it's my time to shine because uh, when I murder you, it's going to be great. And since your god left you, just pick a god and pray to it if you come to this mountain. Because I swear death ain't going to want nothing to do with you. So you'll be banished to whatever fucking existence is after that, buddy. So come and fight me if you want. Black Mountain. Well, you uh, want. Zip code 123085. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, if he wasn't pissed <laughs> off
4: before, he is now. I'm sorry. Are you betrothed to a- those What? Yeah, and yeah. You're asking Magna to marry you? Well, because it's
3: death
0: do you d- death do you part. So when I die, I'll be going up to you know marry Sheathos.
3: You, t- you know, two timing some a bitch. I, every marriage is
0: <laughs> until death. What the hell do you mean, Magna? And you don't even want to marry me. Yeah, I
3: wonder why.
0: If you can find See, a way yeah. to make marriage last past death, then sure.
3: No, no, I'm not interested. We'll I be a throuple. You mean Sheethos? No. no, I'm good. No, no, no. I mean, I'm Polly. Me <laughs> I don't the... care. Bring, bring me the dragon. I'm ready to slay a dragon. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Magna, his hand. Die. This hand. Talk to it. Talk to it.
0: Magna, we're gonna die this soon. Hand. We, can't this, we hand. can't. this can't be the last conversation we have. This is good. Like...
3: Spoilers. 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 <laughs>
1: say Logan so Princess Eldora looks at you she just pats you on the head and she says oh big boots I like where your head's at but sending has a word limit of 25 words or less
0: oh uh <laughs> 25 words or less um so we might need a few takes okay <laughs> it has
3: like, it's like the Twitter where the red Bull just turns on once you get to the limit we can't we can't
0: recast it a few more times and just get like multiple parts of the message.
1: That's kind of what she's thinking. It'd be like voicemail part one, voicemail
0: part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could do that, or I could try to clean it up a little bit. If we want a second draft. <laughs> he, he gets them out of order, too. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you shriveled up. Oh, I'm going to be
0: married to
2: Like, <laughs>
6: What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to
2: you shriveled up bag of dicks.
6: I don't know. <laughs>
3: He's gonna go from angry to confused fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah, angry, confused,
1: aroused. It's just a whole
0: You're like yeah, when he says I'm gonna marry, she it's just because of I'm gonna marry you bag
3: of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Not eat <me? laughs> all
0: right, you want you want take two, uh queen or princess or yeah. or crimson snipe, whatever you want me to refer to you as. All right. Um yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
1: She, so basically, yeah, she's like, basically just take everything you just said and we'll cut it into 25 word chunks and then just kind of send it to. Oh, perfect. Perfect. All right. Yeah. We'll do that then. So, uh, so yeah, basically the sun goes, uh, the sun starts to set and the, uh, you know, the campfires are lit all around the, you know, around this, uh, volcano and, uh, that night there are several things that happen. All right. So first Daphne. So you would see essentially around the campfire, you know, as people are kind of cooking up food and like the their last meal, you know, um, anticipating that the next day the battle is going to happen. Um, you'd see Grund kind of shamble on over, mosey on over. It looks like he's maybe had a little bit to drink, and he goes and sits down on a log next to you and just looks like deep, like deep into your eyes, and he's like, hey, right,
4: I'm waiting.
5: I'm waiting. I'm Grund.
4: Are you going to say anything?"
5: Uh, uh, anything. Uh. He says, look, <laughs> I, I'm sorry about uh, earlier. You see, I. I uh, it's really hard for me. I just. <laughs> so this is the first good relationship I've ever had. The old one. I, I've been reading a dictionary, you see. The old one, I believe, was toxic with that angel, you know, being kept on a string, forced to do terrible things for her, uh, hurt people. It says, I found another word in the dictionary, and it's just every time I think of it, it makes me think of you. Is it death? It says, well, the definition I've memorized It's going to get it tattooed on me. It says, it's an intense feeling of deep affection. Now, when you, when you, um, He says, full disclosure, some words have more than one meaning, I think. I can't be quite Mm -hmm. sure. Is that normal?
4: That's totally normal, yes.
5: Okay, okay. I want to make sure I was reading it right.
4: Common is very confusing.
5: Yeah. It's like four languages in a trench coat.
4: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
5: He says, well, look, Daphne, I'm sorry. I just got really nervous earlier. Never had these kinds of feelings before.
4: Oh, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. I think Magna is more mad at Big (laughs) Buns than I I could ever be at you. Listen, uh, while you're sitting here, I want to tell you something. Sometimes you have to forego greatness to be a good person. So far you're doing a great job being a good person.
5: He says, if I am a good person, it's because you've taught me. You've made me a better man.
1: And he, uh, you see him turn red again, and he just kind of fights past it. And he says, I love you, Daphne.
4: I really like you a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> and
5: he says, look, uh, I've made some calls. <clears throat> I pulled some strings. The uh, Metaphorically, that's a new word.
4: That's impressive, and, uh, he, yes.
5: You see uh, Kalanon approach the campfire. And he says, I'm ready if you are. I've never been more certain of anything in my life.
4: <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no.
1: he is always no, in. No,
4: no, you no. Don't, you don't get to turn me down a couple hours ago and embarrass me and then come back and be like, oh, let's get married. It's fine everything's great. And they'll be like, Oh, I love you. Okay. Yeah. Well here now you have a job to do. You make it through this battle and you live. And then I'll marry you.
1: And he uh, gets this big smile on his face. He says, I could do that. Anything. You'll be fine. Oh. And he uh, just kind of wraps his arms around. you. It's like a big bear hug. Kellen on is like, so there's no wedding. <laughs> Get out of here! Swear to God. Okay. okay. Has <laughs> anyone many. seen? There's has many. anyone
4: seen the Crimson Snipe? I haven't. Gruns, you seen so, the Crimson oh. Snipe person?
5: Yeah, she was awesome. She comes in with the robber and shit. She she kinda uh, uh, is. I'm is it a he or she? Oh
4: well, yeah, someone said that they were a he. Now you're saying she's a she. I well,
5: what really can I out. say? Uh, whatever they are. Maybe it's a cat person.
4: <laughs> could be a tabaxi. We don't know. She could be a dragonborn. For He or they. They could be a dragonborn.
5: That's true. Or they could no. be a tabaxi.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'd like yeah. that a lot. Just like a spicy little kitty roaming around, sneaking up on people, <gasps> knocking milk okay. off the counter, all Can sneaky like.
4: You are not making me want to marry you, even afterwards. Shut up about the cats, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> but, like,
1: all right.
4: Jeez. He <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: just kind of sits there and puts his big head on your shoulder and just kind of hums. Like, uh, not like, mm, you know, but like, uh, like hums a little tune and stuff. He's kind of kicking his feet happily.
4: I swear to God, if that song is about cats, I'm going to punch you in the truck.
1: He starts humming a different song.
4: (laughs) Good boy. I'll pat him on the head. Totally.
1: So, uh, meanwhile, um, you know, while that, while that's all going down, um, big boots, little love would come to find you. She's in her giant form. So she's like 10, 15 feet tall, just like full battle armor, ready to kick some ass. And, um, Right as she approaches you, you'd notice that she's kind of fiddling. She's still wearing her wedding ring. She's still kind of fiddling with it. She says, Big Boots, I've found the most lovely view. Come, will you sit with me? Yeah, yeah, I guess. And she uh, takes you up, puts you on her shoulders, and carries you over to, like, this cliff face on the uh, the volcano. And just kind of sits there dangling her legs over the edge, you know, kind of at the knees. Looking out, you see, like, ten miles in all directions. Mom, Magna didn't want to marry me. I'm really bummed. She looks at you and she says, Okay.
0: Tell me about that. So, like, Theron married Nazera just to get this AC bump. And, like, I wanted that, too. So I'm like, Magna, let's get this AC bump. You'll be at, like, 23 AC. I'll be at 18. And, like it was really cool and it would have worked. And like, if there was one person I was going to marry, it'd probably be him. Like, you know, he's like my battle maiden, you know, we got to go in and do this together. So I just figured it'd be like a perfect match and he didn't want to do it.
1: As well. I think his, uh, I think his heart's in another place right now. Is when you marry someone, when you find love, there's, cause I was lucky enough to find it twice in my life. And I never so said I still- loved him. I mean, I guess like as a homie, sure. And you know. <laughs> She says, Well, that's that's part of it. It's a commitment. You're taking vows, pledging we're, yourself to another person.
0: We're gonna die in like four hours. Who cares if we're married? You know, like it was just a piece of paper. And she <laughs> says, I don't think
1: you understand how that spell works, Big Boots. I don't. No, I don't I don't know how to cast it. She says, well she says, I remember when my father when your father, uh, Big Daddy Goldcoin and I were married, as it was the most magical night of my life.
0: Oh yeah. Can you go into excruciating detail about it?
1: I would love to. <laughs> no. Okay. So she uh, basically <laughs> just reiterates that like, you know, when you love someone it's it's real, you know? And uh what were the flowers like at the wedding? So, well, they were red. I could have sworn one of them was moving. Oh god. Okay.
0: Um what 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 was your dress like? <laughs> Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, she would tell y'all about it, you know? Oh, what, what was, what was dad's tux like? Yeah. What, what colors were, were dad's tux and tie? Well, it was animal hide. It was freshly killed that morning.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, did he clean it at all or was it just all bloody and everything? All bloody and everything
1: in the tradition, you know? That's such a big dad move. I love that. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, she, um, basically she, uh, says, you know, she's been trying to, you know, Send like like keep Nimbulon in the loop, just you know, using the rings, like the connecting rings that they've got, keeping him in the loop, mm-hmm. kind of just like trying to comfort him. She's just gotten no response back. Like it's still radio silence mm-hmm. on his end. Yeah, that uh that sucks. I I
0: I don't know what to do about that, mom. I'm I'm hopefully going to eat the face of the king, so that'll be a little bit of jud you know, justice. I don't know what I can do for, for Daddy Nibs. I, I want the best for him. I hope he can recover, but I don't know. If if I was only two levels higher I could cast Wish and just restore him, but <laughs> maybe a few more adventures I can get there.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, she uh she just says, Well I'm sure that um I'm sure that both of your fathers would have wanted to be here if they could. To watch me eat that guy's face? Yeah, hell yeah, they would have. Yeah. And she just, you know, sits there, holds onto your hand, and just whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, Mom. And she just kind of silently sits there as you guys look out over the sunset, slowly going down over the plains. Hey, Mom, you ever heard of a game called Scabs? And she just chuckles and says, uh, well, no, but did you ever hear a game called Dregs? What's that? It's much like scabs here. And she kind of just turns towards you and pulls out a deck of cards and flips over you a card. And she says, well, this is the two of spades. That's actually the worst card in the deck. She flips over the three of diamonds and says, hey, I got dregs. How much gold do you have, son? Oh, no, we're not
0: doing this, mom. (laughs) You can't shit a shitter, mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she just cracks a grin and says, well, you did learn from the best.
0: (laughs) I love now that the canon is like, my mom taught me to be this little shit taker, little shit dealer. Oh, I love that.
1: Hell yeah. And she's just, you know, just obvious bullshit with this game that she's making up on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, meanwhile, um, Theron, so Nazera would seek you out. Um, she's got this like leather armor on, you know, she's like pretty kitted out for battle and stuff. Um, hands are glowing, knees weak, arms are sweaty, vomit on her sweater already. Regalost spaghetti, the works.
6: <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, she comes up and she says, well, I've been testing out my powers to see if, uh, you know, what the limits are and, and how I might be of service in the battle here. She says, do you mind if I try something on you? Oh, go ahead. And her hands glow really bright, and she uh, casts Greater Restoration on you. Says, How do you feel? Better? Worse?
2: Well, I mean, I felt pretty pretty great before. Um,
1: better? She says, well, good. She says, what What about now? And she uh, leans forward very excitedly and just plants one on you. Uh, yep, yeah, that did it. Now I'm 110%. And she... Um, looks up at you, you know, you're quite a bit taller than she is. She looks up at you and she says, um, Theron, no tricks, no lies, no jokes. She says, we're married now. And she, uh, she says, even if this is the last day of my life, he says, it's nice to go out on a high note. Agreed. And she, uh, Kind of gives you the, the eye. Yeah. Nope. We go, we go,
2: uh, we like rush off hand in hand to like a tent and we can just.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she says, if this is going to be our last night, then, then let's make it one, one worth remembering. These guys make it inside the tent, uh, fades to black. So Magna, so you're just kind of there. We'll say, you know, Potato Sam is accompanied to uh give these soldiers one last good meal and you'd hear cannons off in the distance like bam 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 bam.
3: Oh uh, shit, what was that? Is it time to go already?
1: Say so Potato Sam looks at you and he says, "Oh preserve oh uh, preserve your food. Y'all go check on that big bo- uh who who" <laughs> He uh, adjusts his glasses. "Magna. Yeah."
5: Y'all go check on that. I'll, I'll, I'll watch your potatoes.
3: All right. So Magda's gonna go outside the tent and check out what the sound of the was coming from.
1: See, a uh, small group of soldiers, like, huddled around something. You can't quite tell what they're huddled around, but there's a lot of hooting and hollering and commotion.
3: What's going on over here?
1: Say so, yeah, the soldiers look at you and they part. And uh, standing in their midst is a goblin. You... <laughs> <laughs> saying the goblin looks at you and just salutes he says Omar Rukital reporting for duty sir where do you need us
3: oh um I thought you guys ran off ran away yeah we did okay it's a blist, blister spunk reporting for duty so so what, what What? brought you back What? what made you want to not run away anymore He says, well,
1: right when we stole the airship, uh, which we have renamed the USS
3: Inedible. Wait a minute. minute. Are you the ones that stole my ship? Well, it's not your ship anymore, but we'll see about that little bucko. Where's the ship? Oh, it's up there.
1: And kind of descending from the clouds, like, you know, like I'm saying, like, the top of the volcano has got, like, the ring of clouds around it. Descending from that is the uh, the ship. You see a lot of strange bite marks on it, like, on the hull. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, these goblins are just, like, swinging from ropes as maybe 15 more. Like, just jump over the edge and swing down the rope and land right in your general area. And they all wow. they all salute. It's Magnus, sir. Good to goblins! see you.
3: Goblins! Get off my ship. <laughs>
1: They say you'd also see uh, a large figure looming above, just like lands on the ground next to you. It's a uh, another adolescent, um,
3: adolescent storm giant, and he's just like, "Hey, see the one on he he was on the ship the entire time, wasn't he? He was. Now, uh, can I have you roll a perception on this guy?
0: He has bite marks all over him too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh That is a four. Four?
1: Yeah. So this guy, he looks, you can tell like just by his size that he's a storm giant, but he looks like a big goblin. Like he's dressed like the goblins and you see he's wearing, like he kind of snapped off the, like the head of the mop and start, he's got like that kind of interspersed among his white hair and stuff. And, uh, he's like, so, um, so like, um. Did you have fun? you, You must be Magna. Did you have fun? Well, uh,
3: quite a lot, actually. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you bringing my ship back. Yeah, I figured we should,
1: you know. And uh, Blister Spunk, he says, yes, this is the big goblin, Lobrog. Says, you see, we no longer worship and idolize whoever has the biggest hat. He has taught us a better way, being the great goblin. We now hold direct democratic elections in which the winner is granted the title of Great Goblin, regardless the size or number of their hats.
3: Oh, <laughs> this is definitely going to be something that Big Boots is going to want to hear. Hey, Big
6: Boots!
1: Yeah, Big Boots. So, meanwhile, you know, Big Boots, you'd hear, you'd feel like a, like a little hand like doink, doink, right on your back. Like, Alright, so, Mom, yeah,
0: this is the, the... We're playing scabs. Uh, You gotta give me all your money now, because I got all prime numbers, and you have all even numbers. Yeah, give me your money. Uh, yes, uh, little one. I turn around. It's a goblin. What it's the a... fuck? Hey, 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 I grab him by the collar. Where the fuck have you been? I've missed you so much. I give him a big old hug. I don't even know who it is. I'm just hugging him. It's like, hello, sir. Krusty Nail, reporting for duty. Krusty Nail, oh, I was there. I was there when you were born. Krusty Nail, you've gotten so big. Where have you been?
1: well, we went on many adventures and learned how to make a democratic republic on our ship, the, C- the USS Inedible.
0: Oh, you took my ship and you made it the USS Inedible. You took the nastier but classier, huh? Well, to be fair, it was already inedible. Oh, I mean, I can make it edible for you guys. I mean, transmutation spell, bam, you know? And, uh, if you want to yeah. eat the ship, I can help you out. So that is my platform to run as your democratically elected leader. I will make whatever you want edible at any
1: time. And he, uh, he likes the sound of that. He says, yes, have you met the Great Goblin? You're speaking to him. You are not the Great Goblin. Oh, well, who's the Great Goblin? Come. And he takes you by the hand. It just kind of leads you over. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so Big Boots, you had entered the scene, you see, uh, essentially this big storm, like an obvious storm giant, just kind of dressed up like, like a goblin. Was it one of the
0: original that we had on our ship for that year, or was it a different one? Uh, different one. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, what's your name, you big old ragamuffin?
1: It says Lobrog.
0: Lobrog. Hey, what's up, buddy? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Admiral Big Boots, commander of the fourth fleet. You know, uh, a Son of Giants, Heir to the Throne of the Giants, uh, Reclaimer of Moonhaven, all that's jazz.
1: I've heard a lot about you. These goblins speak, they, they speak very highly, uh, very highly of you. Oh, cool. Cool. Indeed. Very highly of you. Says you, uh, some kind of hat man. Who's
0: speaking, because you switch voices there a little bit. Is it the same person or? Yeah, Lobrog. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the old system—they had a monarchy system, and whoever had this cool hat was the monarch.
1: He says that sounds terrible.
0: I mean, I was the longest-running, undefeated, conquering champion of their people for a long time, so you know.
1: He says, "Uh,
0: "Yes, we've been able to keep the uh, was it the nasty but classy, nastier but classier? Yeah, Ah. I I don't know what original. I don't remember." I, honestly, I don't remember which ship it is. I don't re-
3: not, it, it was my ship that they ran off with. Was it? With okay. People. All right.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, that one's not mine. All right. Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want with that ship. I don't care. No!
3: Give my damn ship back!
0: <laughs> oh, they, they renamed it. It's the USS uh, un- Unedible. Inedible. Not edible.
3: Okay. Magda's going to yeah. go on this ship and start kicking goblins off it. <laughs> Get the so, fuck out of here. So, why'd you guys come back?
1: He says, "Well, we'd heard through the grapevine that there was a uh some sort of be all end all fight happening, and we wanted to do our part. hell we
3: yeah part brother. Of this world too get off my ship
0: and you want to, uh so you're the new quote unquote leader of these gobbles well, yes,
1: and he says now uh on a related note, have you seen Colmarin uh is he here with us, Ben? Yeah yeah he would have come with he was the the adolescent giant on yeah, yeah. you know on your ship
0: yeah I remember uh, I
1: remember Colby, yeah yeah he uh he says uh basically, you know Kolmarin and him Colmarin's his old flame and uh both of them being adolescent storm giants and that um basically he says take I command you to take me to Kalmarin. and the goblins are like, yar! and they all start like heading off and they're like, who's Colmarin?" I, guys, I can just get him. Like, just stay here. I can get him. Okay. Hey. Just be cool.
0: Okay.
2: Hey, you
3: quit helping like... the mass. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I, 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 well, Rocky Talky. Hey, if Colby's here, we need him um, at the docks or wherever we're at now. Please. Thank you.
1: Kisses. Definitely. Yeah. Colmarin would approach and he and Lobrug uh, share, you know, they, they kind of run to each other, share a warm embrace. Which causes the mop head to fall off of Lobrug. And uh, one of the goblins says, I don't think he's really a goblin. Oh, you don't think so? I'm starting to have suspicions. You know,
0: if you want a true goblin to lead you, you can elect me to be your, your new great goblin. Just saying. He says, <laughs> well, we have a process for this.
1: Do I have to announce my candidacy? Get back well, no, we- Lobrog calls it impeachment. Basically, we throw peaches at the Great Goblin until he just goes away. I love that idea. Get all the peaches you can right now. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they start like climbing the ropes back onto the ship, just to kind of see how many peaches they have in stock, if they can do a proper impeachment. Well, uh, with that, the sun goes down, and uh, last night on Earth... It's the vibe, you know, in the camps and stuff. There's people singing, people drinking, big roaring fires, um, kind of a strong sense of camaraderie coming from the coalition army. So that night, um, you're all awoken, kind of jarred awake by the sound of clamoring swords and shields and uh, the wisp of wings in the air. Um, Bells are rung, orders are shouted. You guess it's probably three in the morning. The Golden Empire has arrived. Oh, shit. Yeah, as you all look out over the cliff, <clears throat> you see enough torches and fires to indicate they've brought roughly fifteen thousand soldiers, um, and they are essentially swarming the plains in all directions. Looks like they're they're going to try and get up the mountain um, from all sides. Eldora is there, you know, still dressed as the Crimson Snipe, uh, barking commands. Carrigan Gray is there, you know, thought using the thaumaturgy rock to get the legions into place. He looks at you all and says, do y'all have everything you need? Are you ready? Yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, cast
0: motivational speech on the Dirty Water Boys and the Crimson Snipe. Um, so I'm casting like, counting myself, so that's four, and then uh, she will be five. Um, motivational speech could be like, hey, guys, listen here. We're going to go and win this fucking war. We're going to make the world right. And we're going to do a lot of great things. I'm going to get a statue. It's been foretold by Nazera. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, It's gonna be really cool. I get to, st- I get a statue, and don't you guys want to live long enough to see the statue of me be erected? Now let's go out there and kill this fake king's ass and eat his face, and it's gonna be wonderful. And there's gonna be a really cool epilogue about how you all love me and come to my wedding to Magna and stuff. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and you now gain five temporary hit points and advantages on wisdom saving throws. Hell yeah!
1: So Kerrigan is gonna be with that. Kerrigan just nods, salutes. And, uh, goes to kind of direct the battle, uh, around the, uh, the volcano, you know, as the, the hordes of the golden empire start charging up, screaming and charging up, thundering up the hill, uh, the hillside, uh, the crimson snipe would also elect to be kind of down there, you know, cause he can't cover 360, like she's going to essentially hold one side of the mountain. He's going to hold the other. She's been given authority to do that by, you know, princess Eldora, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. She just has a piece uh, of paper that says, because I can. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got her license. Just says, I do what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's what going Johnson. for. Yeah, that's what it's going
6: for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Dirty Water Boys and Little Love would be uh, essentially, you know, you guys make your way up to the cauldra above the clouds. And uh, you'd see this black, kind of like a miasma, start hovering, kind of po- almost poisoning the clouds up here. Are we on a ship?
0: I just want to visually, or are we on Moxie on a ship? Are we riding... Little love while she rides the lightning.
1: What are we doing? Um, so you guys are on the ground, like they're at like on foot in the caldera. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, it's about the size of a, uh, a football stadium inside the dome. And, uh, yeah, you guys all and little love are there. Um, Kal-Anon would be essentially helping princess Eldora, uh, AKA crimson snipe, um, direct that part of the battle as well. Kind of one of those things, you know, yeah, without... he's, he's on vacation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I get it. Yeah.
1: So with that, an uh, ancient red dragon slowly descends, probably about the size of a, a Walmart. You know, just this big son of a bitch, descends from the miasma and uh, comes out swinging. Need everybody to roll initiative. 21. An uh, unnatural 20. 17. All right. Hey, Magna got a 17. Pretty good.
0: And how'd got, you do, Theron? I got a 12. Uh, it's like we swept. It's like we flopped.
1: Usually I do I, I shit. I know, right? <laughs> right. That's I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Daphne, you're first to react as this gargantuan dragon descends from the sky. Granted, this is not Drakkonon. This is kind of like the, the appetizer. Yeah, an ancient dragon. Just the appetizer. Yeah, the, the Drakatizer.
4: No biggie. So with those bottles of stuff that you gave me, I've got black, yellow, and blue. Is it a bonus action to put that on my weapon?
1: We'll say, yeah, yeah. Bonus action. Okay.
4: And how close is it though? Like, am I going to be able to hit it right away? Or is it just kind of like flying at us?
1: Uh, we'll say it's within 30 feet as it, you know, kind of just keeps descending down. It'd be like 30 feet above. you.
4: Okay. Let's do this. of Enfeeblement. I can cancel that. Okay. That's going to be 21 to hit.
1: 21 actually just misses. Yeah, ancient red dragons are no, that's pretty right. tough.
4: Yeah, that was a. <sighs> All right, well, now you guys know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, so now you guys know 20, really 22 <laughs> AC.
4: Uh, okay, so that fails, and I'm just going to use my bonus action to uh, put that black stuff on my swords.
1: Alright, so, yeah, that'd be 76 necrotic damage, and then it also reduces its max hit points by that many. Yeah. Um, you know, when you hit with it and stuff.
4: So that's 70... Let's, so it has a... Oh, 76, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, not like 76. 76. It's like 76. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I had in there. I was like, wait, what? It <laughs> <laughs> Just automatically, just 76 damage.
1: It's just an arbitrary number. Yeah, 76. Yep. Bam. Yeah, it
4: doesn't even make any sense. Just ben was having fun that day
1: <laughs> heck yeah well after
0: daphne then we got big boots um let me do a perception check really quick um 19 uh, anyone riding the back of that boy there's not no he's no he's, this one is riderless he's riding solo huh in your world are the chromatic ones straight up like because they're usually evil if they're chromatic in 5e
1: Normally, yes, but with Drakkonon's influence, he's got all the dragons. Right, I'm just asking, even their...
0: even without his influence, he'd be a baddie anyways.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, we're going to cast Raul Raoul Thamen's Psychic Lance. Um. Hey, uh, Mr. Dragon Guy, what's your intelligence? Because we're going to find out right now. Intelligence saving throw. <laughs> all right, that is a 17. 18 is the save, because I (laughs) leveled up and put it on Charisma, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. Alright, on a saved throw, the target takes 7d6 psychic damage, and is incapacitated until the start of my next turn. Damn! Shit. Yeah, 7d6, baby. That's huge. Alright. right, 2. 29 damage, and he's incapacitated. Nice. We can't take actions or reactions. Yeah, buddy. Hey, uh, when's the real guy gonna get here? Cause you're you're nothing,
1: dude. Send Dracon on. I'm ready for him, dude. But yeah, this thing lets out like uh, basically does the whole Godzilla, like um, you know real. <laughs> lands on the ground, throws his net, his you know, and, like shoots fire up into the air, raises the temperature of the whole place like 30 degrees as he just fires his blast
0: up into the air. And then a uh, lance materializes from my head, and I shoot him in
1: the throat. <laughs> <laughs> totally, it's like Ugh, uh. <laughs> straight down the gullet. Hell yeah! Well, after big boots, then we have Magna with a 17.
3: All right, I'm just gonna go go uh, swinging.
1: All right, we'll say at this point, yeah, because that thing was like descending while all this is happening. So at this point, it's crashed on the ground. Um,
3: all right, yeah. I'm gonna pull out the Holy Avenger longsword. And uh, swing at him. Hell yeah. 21? 21.
1: 21 just misses.
3: Alright. Uh, yeah, then we I'll, said
0: earlier, yeah.
3: I'll, I'll swing again. Alright. It's also, that's 20, so that's also gonna miss. But yeah, this thing, essentially,
1: like your holy Avenger, just keeps glancing off of its scales. And this thing kinda just looks over at you. You see, like, fire in its eyes as, as it looks at you and just licks its lips. God damn it! I say, after Magna, then we have the dragon, but it can't take actions or reactions. So that psychic lance, you see it kind of just flailing around, um, almost like like this mental connection that it has, like this command connection between dragonon and it. It's like really struggling to follow its orders, which is to kill you guys, you know? Um, so it's kind of caught in between, just kind of starts jolting and like contorting and stuff a little bit as it's at odds with itself. Um, after the dragon, then we have Theron. Theron's just kind of staring at his red thumb from
2: the Chewinga Blessing and trying to, like, looks at his bow, looks at his sword, looks at his bow, (laughs) trying to decide which one to put the blessing on. Uh, and he presses his thumb into his bow and puts it on the bow. Um, so
1: I'm gonna shoot the dragon with my bow. Excellent. And you get an extra plus one to your hit with the Chewinga Blessing. And then plus 3d6 damage.
2: So that's going to be a 26 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Okay. And then 3d6, 1d8, 1d8. And it's already been damaged. Yeah, I'm going to bonus action hunter's mark. Cast it on it as I fire it. So that's going to be 6, 10, 14, 28 damage on the first shot. Got it. And I'm going to... I'm going to fire again for a 27. they will hit. Nice. Okay. So that's going to be minus the D8 because I don't get the Colossus Slayer here. And I, so 8, 11, another 20 damage.
3: Nice.
1: Hell yeah. Two
2: fours a three, a two and a six.
1: Just doing a number on this Boy guy. Hit. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh solid round of combat as the battle opens up. This thing lets out another roar as it kind of shakes its head, shakes off that psychic lance and gets ready to uh, to bear down on you guys. So Little Love would go after Theron and um, she's going to run up and attack it with her uh, plus two great axe. And there's extra attack. Alright, so that is one hit and she is raging. Get him, mama! And she deals 14 damage. As she runs up and finds a weak spot in the uh, weak spot in the scales and cleaves her great axe right into there, it's like black blood starts spraying out. says that's
4: for my husband,
1: hell yeah! Well, uh, big boots. No, oh, I'm sorry, Daphne. Daphne, out of twenty one. Daphne, you're back to you.
4: Okay, now I'm in better range. If I walk up to it and uh, definitely hit that fucker.
1: So you would 24. be able to position yourself as well to get flanking if, you, if you'd like to. Yeah, now that it's, like, grounded.
4: Yeah, so I got 24 to hit. That'll hit. Yep. Attacking um, with? Rapier. One of my rapiers. Very good. Let me do my sneak attack since I have advantage. Uh, six, seven, eight. That's 10 sneak attack damage. Did you multi-class into rogue? And then, oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I've always been. You guys just never notice because I haven't fought anything yet. <laughs> uh, six, seven, that's just nine. That sneaky. Right. Okay. Hope that's nine damage from the rapier. Uh, and then what, I get the 7d8 necrotic damage coming up. 35. Nice. Cool. Uh, that's my first hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh second hit fails. So I mean not crit fail, but do not hit. So
1: totally. Yeah. Now, so does, um uh,
4: the sorry, the black stuff I just put on, does that last for ten rounds or one or I forgot? Uh
1: that black stuff. Um Yeah. <clears throat> we'll say it lasts for one minute. Yeah, so it'd be 10 okay, rounds. So
4: 10 rounds, right? So that's nine. Got it.
1: And uh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's fabulous. You'd see essentially a rape here like you get a good stab between the plates and um <clears throat> or th- rather between the scales. You see a little bit of essence like infuse itself and kind of make like a blight on the dragon as it lets out another roar in pain. All right, after Daphne, then we got Big Boots.
0: Let's save the big ones for Drac. I'm going to cast Intellect Fortress. Um I'm going to run up and uh, what's this? Actually, no, I don't have to touch him. So cool. Um, one for the duration one. You are one willing creature. You can see within range has resistance to psychic damage as well as advantage on intel- intelligence, wisdom and charisma saving throws. Uh, Magna, you're 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 now super smart when it comes to stuff. Okay. And then we're also going to blow the kazoo and give him bardic inspiration.
3: Hell yeah.
1: Good stuff. Um, after Big Boots, then we have Magna You're up next So Bardic
3: Inspiration mm-hmm. means that I just get
0: You Actually, roll a D10. D10 With your D20 attack roll
3: Okay Alright, well then I'm gonna go swinging Hell yeah the, uh, Holy Shward Alright And then plus a D10 Is 27 Yeah, that'll hit There we go, <laughs> there we go Alright, I'm also going to activate uh Divine Smite level four. And then also Thunderous Smite. Very good. All the smites. Forty-nine damage altogether?
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, you just smack the fuck out of this red dragon. Um or rather slash the fuck out of him. Um, cinematically, what does it look like? Like, is there anywhere in particular like slashing, aiming for any
3: particular style? So, I'm, I'm assuming I'm kind of underneath him. Uh, I, and so when, when after the last swing the sword is on the ground and for this current, for this one that he, he lands, he comes up it's the underneath and it starts to slide a- and begin to create kind of a uh, a cut underneath him as you see like it does the the thunder and smite uh, action and stuff like that underneath him. He kind of just slices open the underneath of his uh, belly. For, For chest. sure.
1: Yeah, we're gonna say because that was like an ass load of damage, and you still have an, another attack, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna say that that first attack has opened up a weak spot in his armor. So if you attack that kind of underbelly, then it's there's a lower armor class. Yeah. <clears throat> you um, just kind of ripped him Where I'd open
3: Would I know if he, there's anything He's specifically weak to
1: Um, Being a fire dragon or a, Yeah a red dragon you'd know that he's Probably like good against fire Not necessarily weak against anything But you okay. not the kind Of guy you'd want to use fire on
3: Gotcha alright I'm gonna go For another swing is Arc inspiration work for my second Melee attack as well or just the first mm, one No it's one and, and done Just the first Okay, uh, I'm just gonna go for another swing. All right, at the weak spot. Yep. Hell yeah. That is a 28. That will also hit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So basically, like cutting his belly wide open, and then coming back with a backswing, just like
3: jaw. And I'll right also in do. It. I'll also do uh divine smite at uh, level three. This Excellent. This time, uh, I'll also combine it with a. Uh, would radiant damage do anything to him? I mean, it would hurt him. Yeah. Okay. I'll also combine it with a uh, level three branding. Smite. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, 47 <laughs> damage. 47 more.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you did like 96 damage ish that turn. Jesus. Um, yeah. So this thing's definitely got a weak spot in its belly. Um, so like, you try attacking like the wings, the, the back, all that stuff, then it's the normal 22 armor class. But the belly is going to have a bit less because um, it's just kind of flayed right open. Um, now we have the dragon. So the dragon is going to target over, Magna. In the back.
2: Like, come on, shoot me here. Bring
6: it on!
1: They say, Joey, at the end of your turn, it is going to use one of its legendary actions. To uh, make a tail attack against you, kind of like trying to swat you away. Okay. That is a nat 20. Oh, oh. Uh,
0: Cutting Word. We're doing Cutting Word on that, Ben. <laughs> All right. That's still a 29 to hit. I don't know if Cutting Word works on nat 20s.
2: I'll say he's going to hit no matter what because he nat 20ed. Unless you can change the die roll itself,
0: I can change the die roll. I roll a d a d10 and minus that to the roll. Okay, but I don't, I don't remember if it works on d on nat twenties. Let me look that up real quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, a while normally a natural twenty cannot be negated as a crit. Cutting word reduces the die roll itself directly, so even rolling a 1 on a cutting word of a natural 20 makes it a 19 before modifier, hence no longer a crit. Okay, nice. Awesome. So so yes, we're going to roll my d10, and we're going to minus 4 to that. So you're still going to get hit, but it's no longer a a nat 20, Joe.
6: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So it'd be a 16 then. So I'd make a 33 to hit. Uh, 4. 19 damage. He just comes over and slaps you with his tail. Remember, you have five temporary hit points, so you're. That's true. Yes, yeah, so it'll only be 14, 14 actual damage. Okay. Uh, so Ancient Red Dragon is going to continue targeting Joey, uh, since you just. Yeah. Or Magna, since you just did like a shitload of damage to him. Uh, so, he's going to make three attacks, one bite, two claws. So, there's the bite. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Nat 20? Another Nat twenty.
2: Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna cut him word that one too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You already <laughs> used your reaction.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I only get one reaction per round. Yeah. So he's gonna bite the hell out of you. Oh gosh. I tried, Billy. I'm trying, buddy.
3: <laughs> I, I got one thing. I no
0: wait. You know what? No. I have my gold coin. Uh, that still might be a reaction. Never mind.
3: <laughs> it's okay. Joey's That's got a, a reaction. Yeah. He, uh, I think a, I got. I got something. I got something. I think.
1: Joey, that'd be 74 damage.
3: I'm going to use Hikari on that. Yeah. The shield?
1: <laughs> Good choice.
3: Yeah. Going to do, yeah. gonna All right, do so the this whole comes... I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say to me sticks <laughs> onto you.
1: Yeah, so uh, this thing, you see like fire, you know, pooling out of its mouth. It's like uh, like an Inferno. It comes down and as you raise your shield, it chomps down on the shield. And you feel your shield grow hot, like enough to make your arm sweat. As this entire blast, um, you know, the, the bite plus the fire damage is absorbed into your shield. And as you look down at your shield, it's like, looks like a red hot stove burner, you know, where it's just like heat just emanating off of it. And the dragon kind of looks at you. and Yeah, you just like launch it back at him. Now the fire is going to have no effect, but the da- the other damage will. Um, let me just do some quick math here.
2: It at least blocked seventy-four damage too. At yeah. least, <laughs> really? well worth it there.
1: And it's, it's enough to stagger it back. While it's kind of back on its haunches like a cat, it's gonna charge forward again and try to claw you because it also gets two claw attacks.
3: Oh, good lord! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's double thirteens. That's two thirties to hit.
3: Two thirties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that that hits.
0: If only you got married, buddy. We could have.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 23 would not have helped me against the 30. I don't know. I don't give a shit what.
1: <laughs> so that's another 35 damage. From claw, claw. 17 on one, 18 on the other. You said 35 damage? It's this thing. It's just kind of flailing, fighting for its life. Uh, after the dragon, then we have Theron. Let's do How's the dragon life? looking, and, by the um, way? he's He's... I mean, his guts are flayed open. He—he's uh, not looking so good. He's pr- pretty much grounded, you know. How much damage if he did was the... to fly up, then stuff would come out.
3: Gotcha. Has how, how much damage did the reflection do to him? Uh, sixty. Sixty. Nice. Damn, Joey. All right. Um,
2: I say let let's do this. Wife and Nazara and I run. Uh, to get like a better <laughs> angle. Like She's probably like 15-20 feet like behind me still, but to get a better angle on my shots for the dragon I'm going to use sharpshooter doing a minus 5 to my attack to get a plus 10 to damage to shoot him in the underbelly spot where Joey opened him up. Alright, so yeah let's see. So it's going to be a plus 11 to hit instead of my plus 16, but it doesn't matter because a 24
5: Uh, yeah, that'll hit.
2: So, 3d6 for that, 1d8 for that, 1d8 for that, 1d6 for that, plus 18. So, 20, 28, 34, 41, 40, 45 damage on the first one. And we're going to do the same thing the second time with another arrow. Nice. Which is going to be a 21 to hit.
1: Uh, 21 hits. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As long as you're still aiming at the underbelly, 21 hits.
2: Minus that other D8, because I already used it, but still, 8, 10, 14, 24 damage. I rolled low on that one. Yeah, this thing churns and growls. I don't think I have any other bonus action things to do right now without breaking my concentration, so I'm going to keep my concentration,
1: so. That's me. So as this dragon is flailing around, kind of almost in its dying throes, um, you guys would see, kind of cinematically, you guys would see like fire start to belch up out of this thing's mouth as it turns towards little love. This thing essentially is going to try and nuke everybody, like give everyone what it like the last thing that it's got, Um, at which point you guys would all hear, Ciao! Lightning strikes the caldera. Daphne, Theron, and Big Boots—you guys would see lightning strike down. And riding the lightning is King Nimbulon. Fuck yeah! He comes down, basically like just like full bore, comes down, wraps his arm around the red dragon's neck, and choke slams it into the ground enough to where it like buckles the ground up and dirt flies into the air, and uh, basically breaking its neck. Uh, I loosen it up dragon. for you, Dad. And,
3: uh, <laughs> did I manage the, uh, to get away before I got because, uh, since I was you know underneath the impact zone yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah see so, yeah, there'd be like
1: dirt like kind of like <laughs> like up in your face you know but but you take no damage from it but, yeah little love is speechless as uh, nimbulon kind of you know walks around the dragon like the corpse of this dragon and um, kind of just looks over at Big Boots gives him an approving nod uh, little love is speechless and he just plants one on her uh kind of like a like a movie kiss you know her her like foot even lifts you know does the whole <laughs> the whole thing and uh you guys are all labeled here. I'm just looking her right in the eyes and he says little love i heard your voice in the darkness it brought me back to you and she just like big you know wipes tears out of her eyes and stuff and just smiles this big dumb cheesy smile as she looks over just like my man you know my man <laughs> And, uh, Nimbulan comes up to you guys. You start to hear, you know, now that the dragon is down, you start to hear, like, the din of battles really heating up. As, uh, you know, there's soldiers shouting, there's, like, arrows whizzing, clash of shields and weapons. Um, you'd also hear, like, the many roars of dragons above this black miasma above the clouds. Nimbulan basically says, you know, he had to thread the eye of a needle to make it in here. Um, there's a huge cluster of dragons right above this spot, kind of waiting, you know, to be told to go down and just, amp, like, like, you know basically take out the whole caldera and says i think we can handle it and he looks at little love and little love looks at big boots and says well son do you think you got this we can clear the path open it up
0: give me a shot and i'll i'll eat his
1: face whatever it takes (laughs) whatever it takes and uh hand in hand the storm giant king and queen fly up into the air in a bolt of lightning into the miasma um this gives you maybe a minute of downtime here to uh to plan Magna,
0: take this, and I give him uh, one of the potions of superior healing that I got from the uh, the one tower when I met the other Beholder.
3: Magna opens his eyes, and you just see he's like all covered in dust, and you just see like the his eyes open, up, <laughs> and he coughs up the the dust. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so it's
0: 8, d- d- healing it's eight d It's eight d six plus
3: eight. Eight d six.
0: 8d6 plus 8 for healing shit. Superior healing buddy That's a big old health potion
6: Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> It's this big old freaking like uh, Plus what else like, oh. 8d6 <laughs> plus 8 Plus 8 so 31 <laughs> Glug glug
3: glug
1: glug glug <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's one of those like Water canisters that you put on Like for the water cooler and just
1: <laughs> Oh hell yeah it's like the coach after the game
3: dumps the power right over, the game right over I'm power not at full health But I'm I'm I'm, n- I'm. two bruised. more health potions help? Because I've got two health potions. I'm 121 regular. out of 139.
4: Yes, take please, these health potions. Keep giving him health potions so that I can save my spell slots. Yeah. That's, that, that was, was the idea. Yeah. Potions
3: I, have. I
0: know. Listen, listen, Daphne. I know I give you shit, but you're a powerful cleric. We need your spells to like do damage. So, you know, I got these health potions. I got like in season two, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine are from like season <laughs> one. So take these health potions and use them. All
1: right. How much do he I you start I starts chugging it? everything. <laughs> in <the> eat <bread. laughs> forty-seven loaves of
4: bread. <laughs> Forty-four plus four. We're scaring the hell out of this. Seven cheese wheels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, Pardon me, Dragon. Excuse me while I eat seven heads of lettuce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. We're on the pause menu right now. Seventy-six
4: potatoes. <laughs> yeah. That's for Magna.
2: And uh, <laughs> while he does that, I'm going to take the portable hole and I'm just going to lay it out on the battlefield. So this is right. a big hole in the ground. for
1: It might be useful. Now that's the, right the right portable eye. hole from the Angel's Island, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Because there you would have the one that the, the scroll that Little Love gave you where it's like oh, yeah. the, the no, pocket dimension. Too, but I'm just, yeah, I'm laying out the portable hole so that way
2: we have like cover or we can hide in it or something like that. All right. Yeah, for sure.
4: Theron, you've never done anything weird with that hole, right?
2: I mean i've only i've I've only had it for a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> no don't we want the we, we put that hole to use last night that portable hole. <laughs> oh
0: my God <laughs> <laughs> and his <area> just blushes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am going to pull out one of the level five spell scrolls I have. And this little sassy boy is going to use it to cast a summon Draconic Spirit. I want to summon Karthazar. Sweet. Is that possible, my guy? So he's going to be a lot weaker because they have the stats here. So he's going to be like a weaker form of himself. But if he's willing to come fight with us for a little bit, I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty, pretty weakish, but, you know, nice little fodder tool for us.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Extra hit point soak.
0: Yeah.
2: Also they can they can both be like, my mom's name is Martha. <laughs> brothers, and the same mom. <laughs> All right.
0: So yeah, I I slam the spell scroll on the ground and say, uh, hey, hey, Carpet Zar, you want to come help us fight your brother? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so nothing happens right away, but then eventually this like light beams out of it as the uh essentially spiritual form of Cargazar raises up out of the ground and uh Cargazar looks at you and just kind of wipes his eyes. Oh, hello
0: Hey buddy, uh, this is final fight territory We're fighting your brother um, I figured you want a shot at him
5: What is that?
1: Within like 13 seconds As soon as you say within like 13 seconds Lightning starts to streak and arc from the black miasma As you hear the roar of many dragons And down descends like this massive set of claws Two clawed hands And he says, oh, it's happening right now Okay so, uh, descending further, you know, the arms those claws are attached to, and two clawed back feet, eventually an underbelly of black, like, jet-black scales. You hear the flapping of wings as slowly descending from the miasma is Draconon, with King Eldario on his back. As you've certainly made quite a mess of things. If you had you joined me when I gave you the chance, none of this would have happened. Instead, you chose chaos. Is that you, Big Boots? How many fathers have you killed now? Two? Three? think I am so evil, but you're the greatest father killer of the age. And Magna, where's that boy ward of yours? You gone and lost him again. He says, Let me make this perfectly clear how this is going to work. Dracon lands on the ground, enough to like shake the whole volcano. He says, You will lay down your arms, give me the Wormfang crown, and then you will die.
3: Here's a better idea! How about you get your ass down here so I can beat the fuck out of you!
1: So that does not sound optimal. Draconon, and he holds on. Sounds like see a like bitch!
3: The,
1: see the the heart scale amulet, you know, kind of clanging around King Eldario's neck. He looks very, like, skeletal, like his hair has fallen out, his skin is kind of tightly sucked on his face. Looks like, like, like a skeleton, like a walking skeleton, basically. Um, you see his black robes, chain armor underneath. You'd see he's got the amulet, the dragon skill amulet flashes. And he says, "Drakonon, deal with these ones. And uh, Drakonon pauses for a moment and hit as him and the spirit of Cargazard lock eyes. And you see Drakonon basically struggling to, to make it against the uh, the mind control. He really wants to take a chunk out of his brother. For, is that really your voice? God, you're such a fucking nerd, dude. I can't wait to eat you. Let's so go ahead and roll initiative as the boss music begins to play. I Probably got to. That's what my parents said when I was born.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: On Mother's I'm Day, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, They're day. gonna listen to this and be like,
4: "Oh no!" Fourteen. All right, fourteen for Daphne.
1: Daph, uh, what's your dex score? Because I also
0: got a fourteen. I have a plus two dex.
4: Mine's higher, darling. Okay. That's four.
1: And Magnet, how'd you do? Ten. Ten? Jesus. And Theron? Twenty-seven. Jesus. <laughs> I rolled a so nat twenty. By lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your first so react is Draconon, but I'll take it. Lands on the ground. All right. Uh, this thing dwarfs the size of the ancient red dragon. Knowing what I know and what we need to do, I
2: put my bow away and I pull out my sword I spin the thingy on my sword to activate haste, and then I activate my locket to disappear. Excellent. And I just, I'm running towards and then I'm going to run up the dragon, I'm going after the prince. So as close as I can get to him,
1: pretty much on this turn. say, So at the end of your turn, dragon has blindsight, out to 60 feet. at the end of your turn it is going to use a legendary action to try and tail attack you basically try and swat you out of the way okay that is a 36 to hit
2: Shit. that actually misses you know um yeah i think that's gonna hit
1: (laughs) just by a little bit so i'm not invisible no more (laughs) so you take 24 damage okay and it just says i can smell you there
2: so there, minus 19. Okay, 92. Not too bad.
1: All right. Yeah, and that, that happens at the end of your turn. Because legendary, yeah. it's never really come up before a whole lot, but legendary actions, can take. Dragon can take three legendary actions, choosing from the options below. Only one option can be used at a time, and it's at the end of another creature's turn. And then at the start of its turn, it regains all spent legendary actions. And then different things cost a different amount of actions basically evening evening out the action economy. So it's not like five on one per se. All right, I got a 19. So after Theron, then we have the dragon. Let's see what the breath attack is. Okay, so necrotic, um, this thing essentially Draconon is going to cover a spray of necrotic, uh, necrotic energy, like throughout, just like uh, erupting out of his mouth like a geyser. I need everybody to make a dexterity save
3: advantage baby to the face. uh unnatural 20 excellent 19 excellent 21
4: 21
0: and 30
4: (laughs) jesus
1: nice that's my thing dex is my it's my jam you know have everybody takes 26 damage
4: jesus i take half of that
1: It was twenty-six already halved or twenty-six is already halved. Yep, it was fifty-seven normal.
4: I have necrotic resistance, that's why I'm only taking half of that.
1: Oh nice, so half of halves, you take thirteen. Yup. Oof. Yeah. And then the princess or the the king is gonna get a chance to attack. He is going to cast lightning bolt. He's gonna cast it at Big Boots because he notices that you are wearing the crown. (laughs) Is it a save or a spell attack? Let's
0: see oh Dex save yeah okay it's a adva- it's a uh, magic so i have advantage
1: all right you said decks yep 17. 17. all right so spell save dc is tw- for for the king eldario uh is dc 20. so 17 you're taking full damage from it which sure. is 30. yep so basically he points okay. down at you and li- like shoots a lightning bolt out of his finger strikes you right in the chest um, enough to almost jostle the crown off. That that's it?
0: Okay. I expected more from the king, but alright.
1: Okay, buddy. <laughs> After him, then we got Daphne.
4: Is he uh within uh, thirty feet of me?
1: Um, he could be. Yeah, I mean if you want to move, you can okay, move yeah, to yeah, the yeah yeah,
4: yeah. 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 Uh one other question. When I drink the blue potion, is that a instantaneous thing like is that part of my actions or is that because it's the force damage
1: uh so it'd be a bonus action to drink it and then it happens instantaneously so it'd be part of the bonus action we'll say
4: okay uh all right so let's um it's
1: one of those full disclosure as written uh, you know rules as written drinking a potion is an action but i think it's lame and i don't like it so we're changing it
4: (laughs) same and same as Yeah. yeah, same in my game too. So I don't. That's why just double checking. Have you heard yeah, the thing uh, that
1: it's an
0: action and you'll get like the full amount, or you do a bonus action and just roll for it? You ever hear that? Ooh, I
1: like that. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, makes I sense. Because bonus too. action, you're just kind of like maybe spilling some. Mm-hmm. I like, but that in one. action, yeah. you're
0: taking the full action to drink the whole thing. You get the full amount possible.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
4: Right. Yep. That's that's how I do it. So if I'm not mistaken, this is an automatic seven d six force damage. Yep, uh, 8d6 8, okay, so I had it backwards right.
1: Yep, black one was seventy six. d gotcha, Potion of okay. super magic missile
4: <laughs> Alright, so Fuckhead King Is going to take possibly 33 Hit points of force damage
1: Alright, to the king? Yes Nice Yeah, so it kind of blasts him back You'd see the amulet, the heart scale amulet Like kind of jangling around his neck um, Tatters his robes a bit he just looks at you and glares. He says um, so. It's you.
4: <laughs> it is I. Insert
0: bitch. name here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed you didn't have any words for me or Theron. Fuck you. That's my word. Um, <laughs> well,
1: I actually am. Actually, I'm quite fond of Theron. <laughs> and you, since the Drakanon will eat you and of shit course. the remains.
4: <laughs> okay. I don't know why that's so funny. Alright, so I get my action now, right? Like, my regular? Yep. Okay, let's see if I can fucking hit this asshole.
5: Oh, shit.
4: 21.
5: 21? Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, fuck yes.
4: Alright, hold on. Here comes the pain. Okay. Ooh, 12. 13. Uh, 17 on the... Oh, wait. Yeah. Sneak attack is somebody next to me.
1: Uh, So someone within five feet of the enemy and um, or or if you have advantage on the roll or if you're coming out from hiding. Um, So currently there's no allies within five feet of the prince.
4: Okay, well, fuck that then. So So, 17 damage. So no, uh, negate that because that was for that's for sneak attack. So if I don't have advantage, then I got uh, it. So 13 piercing um, on the first one. Uh, I don't know if he's going to take this necrotic damage, but that's 21 necrotic. Yes,
1: yeah, so we actually, necrotic damage has no effect on him. Yeah, okay, <clears throat> master.
4: And I figured that's why I was <clears throat> using it on the red dragon. Um, yeah, and he's got I... a
1: damage immunity to it.
4: Fuck, fuck. Well, I only got a 15 to hit on the second one, so. I second
1: that's... one will miss. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yes, whizzes right past him. You the oh, absence you know, he just says, You're the champion of death. Pathetic. Once I kill, kill you and reclaim my title, we put a speedy end to this war.
4: You can't reclaim your title, you idiots. Unless you That's plan it. on having another father.
1: <laughs> I suppose Big Boots would know all about that. Can I borrow one of yours?
0: <laughs> I went through the cleansing ritual. Like I'm my soul's purged of this. You can't hurt me now, buddy. You can bring up Brandon Alder. I'm cool with it, man. I was pur- I was cleansed, so fuck you in your face.
1: <laughs> and speaking of uh, Big Boots, we're back to you
0: So what kind of spirit like I summoned Kargazar to help us out uh, What what kind of breath attack does that boy have? Um, We'll say force damage It's a force damage? Alright uh, On my initiative, I'm going to have him swoop in And try to hit the king with the
1: force breath Excellent
0: And it, it's going to use my spell Save DC for the save, so it's going to be 18
1: 18. Spell save is charisma. Yeah, that is an 18.
0: All right, so he'll meet he'll meet the save. So we're gonna do the two d6. Heck
1: yeah, half damage.
0: Uh, got six, so three. Good job, Kargazar.
1: <laughs> I say you would notice that as Kargazar swoops over and like the the Kargazar spirit swoops over and like just kind of you know knocks the uh, the prince back a little bit. Um, that catches Drakonon's attention. Drakonon looks on uh with like absolute sheer like frustration, anger, just like absolute ire as he sees the ghost of his brother fly
3: off.
0: Yeah, yeah, I brought him back just to say fuck you, Draconon. What's up, hey? Big Boots <laughs> here. Um I'm going to be killing you later, so just remember my name, okay? All right. Um and then on my turn I'm going to use Synatic Sna- Synap Synaptic Static on Draconon. So he's going to do a save again. It's going to be 18. It's an intelligence, intelligence. save.
1: Intelligence, ooh, there's not a lot of those. That's close.
0: yeah, yeah. I, 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 I used a couple of them, so yeah, picked a few of them out.
1: Uh, that would be an eight for the intelligence save.
0: Ooh, get fucked, nerd! All right, that is gonna be eight d six. Yikes! Psychic damage. It's gonna be thirty-seven psychic damage, and then, uh, you have muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, it rolls a d six and subtracts the rolled number from all its attack and ability checks. As well as constitution saving throws uh, to maintain concentration.
1: Damn. That's a, that'll come in handy for sure.
0: Yeah, that's a good fucking spell, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, big boots, big turn there. Uh, after big boots, then we have Oh,
0: a uh, little bardic inspiration to my boy Magna who's come up. Hell yeah.
6: Ba- so you
1: can lay it the smacketh down on this jabroni. Yeah. All right, Magna, you're up. What would you like to do?
3: Uh, Magna's going to go in with uh the Holy Avenger sword. And uh, take a swing on him.
1: Heck yeah. You'd see essentially it looks like um, Drakkonon just bit on something really sour. He's kind of like his one side of his face is contorting and his head's kind of spasming to the side. Uh, You see his claws kind of uh, like his claws curling up and digging up sediment in the hollowed out volcano. Is that synaptic static is uh, really doing a number on him for sure.
3: So bardic inspiration gives me advantage, right? Mm. Uh, It gives
1: you extra, I think, D10 or D12 at this level.
3: This is every time I give it to you.
1: (laughs) Joey,
0: you add a D10 to your D20 roll when you want, and then add the result to your roll.
1: Yeah, and you can add it after you've already rolled the D20. So say you roll a two, before you find out the result, you could be like, oh, I add my bardic inspiration, you know. Yeah, it's like a little extra insurance. (laughs) It's to help you hit. This
0: is every time I give it to you, Joey. I love you so much.
4: I really hope this carries on into the next season because it has to now. <laughs> I don't
3: remember anything. All right, I'm not, so I'm not the,
2: explaining it to you.
3: So, so is that, does a twenty six hit?
1: It does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you come up and get a good gash on him. Go ahead and do uh, it. All right.
3: And then yeah. I am going to uh, use searing smite or no branding smite. Sorry at level 4 and then also I will use uh divine smite as well. So all together that is 50 damage. Jesus.
1: So what is it like as you just like annihilate this thing? I mean he's still alive, but you really do a number on him. Like walk us through it cinematically. So I'm kind
3: of I'm going to I'm running up as I'm as I'm running up I'm uh pulling the sword out of the sheath and uh, slicing straight up across his chest with the sword, and then you kind of you see the sort of the, the glow streak uh, as it goes across his chest. I'll go in for another swing. Hell yeah! Okay, and you and Bardic Inspiration adds ten to the D ten. Okay, so I'm going to use that. puts me at twenty five now. That'll get there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go for another swing, and then we will do. I can't use thunderous smite because I already attacked. Divine smite level 3. Uh, 22 damage. 22 damage. Nice.
1: Hell yeah. So, another solid swipe right through his scales. Um, we'll say, like, your your sword is glowing with this holy energy, you know, as you're just like, cutting this guy, to, you know, cutting dragon onto ribbons. You'd see huge chunks of his scales on his chest start falling off. It feels like, uh, like falling of boulders just boom, boom, boom on the ground. Enough to kick up some dust. <laughs> Um, after that first round of combat, I need everybody to roll a perception check. Uh, Twenty-two 19. for
3: Big Boots, nineteen for Magna. Hell
1: yeah! Eighteen eight eight for Daphne. Eighteen and and a twenty-eight for Theron. Hell yeah! So all you guys then would hear this uh, raucous sound of like chitter and chatter as the uh, yeah you'd hear uh, the goblins and the Valkyries hope they swoop down in the flying airship, basically piercing the uh, piercing the storm. They fly past Draconon and uh, you'd see all roughly 200 goblins on the deck of the jet all on one side enough to kind of tilt it to the side kind of like the, like the the starboard side is is heavier you know as all 200 of them point their claws out at draconon and they say Spamoni! And they all shoot their fire out at him, in once in like a huge <laughs> blast uh this is enough to knock draconon kind of off kilter uh, for round two, all of his attacks are going to be made with disadvantage as, you know, like the weakening that you guys have done on him. At this point, he's only at 437 hit points. Only. So... Uh, <laughs> My <essentially> boys! <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, you know, they're just like, bye, Magna! But yeah, round two, all Drakkonanz attacks are at disadvantage as he's totally disoriented by that huge burst of fire. Uh, so it brings us to the top of the round, Theron. Fucking goblins. I
2: will... Since my original plan of being a sneaky boy didn't work and I'm no longer invisible, I'm gonna go ahead and just back away a little bit. And actually, no, screw that. Um, I'm gonna try to run up Draconon's back. Ooh, sexy. Cool boy stuff. Hell yeah. All right, that'd be an acrobatics check. So I nat 20'd my perception check, right? I didn't do that with the acrobatics check. (laughs) I got a nat
1: one for a total of eight. Oof, yeah. So you try to, like, reverse Fred Flintstone up Draconon's back. And uh, essentially, as you step one foot on the tail, the tail recoils like a whip.
0: I wish we had old Theron back. He'd be doing some cooler stuff right now.
2: Only because I'm almost certain the one new one of the new spells I picked up, I'm almost certain it will not affect Draconon or I'd use it on him. So let's go ahead and am I on the ground next to him then? Still. Yeah, he'd be
1: on the ground right next to his big dragon ass. Okay. um, And his tail. I'll just go ahead and conjure
2: an animal. Let's conjure a rhinoceros. Okie doke. Yeah, that'd be it for my turn, because my first cool thing didn't work, so we got this big old rhino boy, which I believe, let me double check conjure animals, I think it takes initiative on my turn okay yep i can i issue it a verbal command and it it does it on my turn so i'm gonna tell it to uh charge
1: Hell yeah and have it charge at draconon's butt heck yeah so renaissance moves 20 feet straight forward towards the target and then Mm. uh hits with the gore attack at the same turn tara takes an extra 2d8 bludgeoning damage nice all right so um go ahead and roll it's a plus seven i don't know if you have the stats up yeah i got it right in front of me oh excellent Son of a... Bitch.
2: It misses. It charges, and it just charges into the side of the volcano. Like, the side of the caldera. Just, ah, smash. Totally. I got a that
0: one. It's like when you throw Bob oh, into no, a fight. I no lied. Watch. I
2: lied. <laughs> Never mind. This one's a seven. It's just right next to the one. Never mind. It's a 14 to
1: hit. So it's probably going to hit. miss. Yeah. So, it doesn't hit the caldera. It just charges and then turns around it for its next turn. Totally. Kind of right. like the... Like a bullfight bull. Yeah. It's kind of like charges it. forward... Pull the red, fla- the, the red thing and then it like kind of gets ready. Digs his heels in the dirt. Heck yeah. After Theron, then we have Draconon slash the king. So Draconon still kind of batting away the fire and stuff from the goblins attack. He's going to make one bite and two claws. So bite is coming after Magna since you're right up in his grill. Disadvantage. And minus eight. six. Minus N- a d6. <laughs> That'd be a 15 to hit. That is a miss. Alright, so he was snap his jaws at you Can't quite connect uh, We have a claw coming at you That's a 21 to hit uh, That hits uh, Let's see I'm
0: going to use uh, What's the fucking called? cutting word So we're going to Minus that result By 5
3: Alright,
1: so 16
3: That misses My AC is
1: 20 so we'll say, like, cinematically, like, he's snapping all around trying to get you. He goes to claw at you, and right as it's about to connect, Big Boots, what does it look like as you cutting word him? Hey! Hey, you! You suck! You know, his eyes are all, like, glazed over and stuff. He's like, WHO SAID THAT?! I will eat you, I will slay you, and burn your world to the ground! Arr! So as far as the other claw, he's gonna try and take out the, um, most recent threat. That is the rhinoceros. So, disadvantage? even with disadvantage and minus a d4 or i'm sorry a d6 that's a a 24 to hit (laughs) the ac of the rhino is only 11 so yeah (laughs) all right so the claw as he just goes and like rips this thing to shreds it's what's for dinner uh that is that is a 23 uh 23 damage
2: okay
1: it's only half health, that's okay (laughs) it's still a rhino Heck yeah. Then we have the prince, or rather the king, King Eldario. He looks down and he sees Theron, and uh, he is going to use... You mean rather the douche? (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Well, he only gets so many of these, so let me just double check real quick. Bring it on. You can't touch me. All right, he's going to use Finger of Death on Theron. Fuck, Points at you and says, uh, you would have been better as a vampire. Ciao! So uh, Uh, Constitution save, yeah. Okay.
2: I will tell you the Constitution save, other than charisma abilities, is the only thing I have a zero in. It's Constitution. So let's see. It's a thirteen. Thirteen. All So, oh boy,
0: I'm about to be dead. (laughs) Maybe this is a lot like old Theron. Look at this
1: guy dying to finger pokes a doom. Yeah, I'm even getting finger of death again say it theron he points his finger at you and this like black and almost like a black lightning bolt crackles out of his finger strikes you right in the chest for 51 damage oh yeah suck my ass i'm not dead suck my ass (laughs) i'm not dead yet heck yeah see
2: old
0: theron would have died to that Uh, like a rule was that
1: was that supposed to hurt (laughs) he's got this smoking hole in your chest (laughs) i could do this all day Hell yeah! Well, after a on and the king, then we have Daphne.
4: I have a feature: perseverant death. Oh, perseverant death. He will take full damage. Heck yeah! Any any damage dealt by my cleric spell or channel divinity uh, breaks through his resistance. So after what he just did to uh, my little buddy there, I'm gonna fuck up his life.
6: Oh,
0: thank you.
4: <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad you thought I was looking at you, you idiots. Oh. Oh God. Damn it. Alright, but so close. Okay, night. 20, 20 27? Yeah, that'll no, hit. Sorry, yeah. 26.
6: Yeah, yeah, that'll Okay,
4: 26. All right. Get ready to get fucked. That's 7D. 10 for 49 necrotic damage. Ooh. Fuck you, you fucker.
1: Essentially these black tendrils rise up and just start kind of start pawing at him. You'd say they like uh tear away at some of his robes, some of his armor. Uh, looks like he's trying to, like, kind of, like, he's pointing his finger of death at Theron, but he's, like, trying to fight off this, like, wave of necromantic energy. Tendrils coming up like they're ripping him into the abyss. Heck yeah. Daphne, then we got Big Boots slash Cargazar Spirit. Uh,
0: let's do, let's do Kargi first. Kargi's got a multi-attack. Um, so yeah, he's gonna run up and try to multi-attack the king on the back of, of, uh, Draki. Alright, first hit. That's a five. Second hits a fourteen. Probably not oh, gonna get there. Uh-huh. Oh man, I summoned a cool ass dragon, and I got like the 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 great value version. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to cast Shatter. It's the wishing <laughs> yeah.
1: We got Cargazar at home. Not the, the Cargazar good
0: side the at home. Wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> on the king, let's cast Shatter. That's going uh, to be a con save. Uh, 18, my guy.
1: Yeah, got 18 on the dice for a total of 21. Oh, god damn, bro. Actually, that'd be a, sorry, a 31. Yeah. Yeah. A 31? Yeah.
0: Oh, goddamn! All right, well, he's going to take half this, I guess. Really a big half of it. Well, I'm supposed to roll D8s. I'm rolling D4s.
1: What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> this isn't Star Wars. Right? D4s be with you. All right, 8s.
0: Uh, sixteen, half of sixteen. Eight. Yep. Um, and then uh, let's do a bardic inspiration of someone who actually knows how to use it. Uh, let's give it to Theron.
3: Hey, yeah. I,
0: I blow a little tune. Burr, 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 burr.
3: <laughs> That's a little <laughs> jab right in my back. That's all right.
1: You already have yours still. You have it still.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, after Big Boots and Kargazar Spirit, we got
3: Magna. All right. Well, I'm good if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. I'm going to go in for another swing.
1: Heck yeah. One thing as well, at the end of Big Boots' turn, uh, Draconon is going to use a legendary action. Gulp. He's going to tail attack you. Me? Little old me? Uh, He's going to tail attack. So, yeah, he's going to tail attack Magna. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Tail's kind of like writhing around. He's wham. The tail slappeth. Uh, That would be, let's see. That's a 20 right on the money.
3: Yeah. So what, does that hit? Yeah, does if it, it meets. meets. Yeah, it meets Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: Alright, so that'd be 20 damage as his tail use, comes around and whips you.
3: I'm going to use Hikari to reflect the damage right back at him. Heck yeah. It's kind of one of
1: those, like his tail swings around like a hydra's head and just block it with the shield and then Redirect it back at him. Bada bing, bada boom. 20 damage to the big guy.
3: No you! (laughs) Yeah. Uta reverse card.
1: All right, that that brings us into Magda, yeah. All
3: right, so I rolled a 28. That'll hit. All right. And this time I'll actually remember to activate Thunderous Smite, a uh, Branding Smite at level two. This just tells me I'll need my calculator. 42 damage? Yep. 42.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. Let's get another good slash right in the weak spot where the, uh, the you know, his black
3: scales have come off. All right. And then we'll go in for one more. Probably won't be as... All right. I'm going to use that Bardic Inspiration again uh, for 28 again. 28 will do it. Yep. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. And then... <laughs> We will do Branding Smite at level two. So yeah, not as much, uh, 15 damage. I'm running out of spell slots here. <laughs> so I'm not able to do as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff.
1: Yeah. At the end of round two, um, essentially you guys would feel this dark presence kind of around you. It seems like the whole caldera grows dark as, uh, swirling down from the clouds, you guys see a, uh. Uh, A vampire Lands very gently on the ground uh, Looks at you guys and smiles You know His eyes blood red, his fangs dripping with gore And uh, just as he goes to make a move On big boots um, You guys would see a peel of lightning Come down, strike him, and just fucking Explode him Popping him like a meat filled water balloon Chunky salsa everywhere Um, Standing behind him Having called the lightning Is little love She's also covered in gore. She wipes, like, a few small dragon scales from her armor and stuff, kind of shakes it off, slicks her hair back with blood. And she looks and she says, What do you think? You guys got this?
0: Thanks, Mom. Uh, hell yeah, this guy's is a... This is chump change. We got this. I'm not even, like... I haven't used
1: my, my final form yet. It's okay. <sighs> and she just takes a minute, takes a breather, and kind of leans on her hammer. And she looks up in the sky and says, there, there's, there's a lot of them up there.
0: You good? You need oh. help? Want me to send uh, one of us up there? Because we, we can 1v1 this dragon if we have to. She
1: says, no, you got it. We got it. Whatever it takes. And you see her hammer, like, crackle with lightning as it flies up in the... Almost like the, the hammer is the one doing the flying. It flies up in the air like like Mjolnir, and she holds on to it, carrying her back up into the storm.
0: My mom's so right. cool.
1: Hell yeah. Round three. We got Theron. Top of the round. Top of the round to ya.
2: <laughs> Top of the round to ya.
1: What do you got, my dude?
2: Uh, Ben, I think I'm going to send the Rhino to charge again to start with. Hell yeah. So, get him, Mr. Rhino. Or Miss Rhino. They Rhino. Get him, Rhino.
1: That's suspiciously 12. like this Call Giamatti.
2: That's a 12. This Rhino sucks. Um. <laughs> look at that Rhino. It's a really big distraction. <laughs> and then I am going to go ahead and use Second Wind to give myself some HP. That's a good idea. Second wind, I rolled a ten, plus my six levels in fighter for sixteen health back, bringing me up to thirty from the good fourteen deal. I was at. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then after that Oh boy. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna disengage and back away from, from Draconon. My whole my whole movement.
0: Theron, get that portal ready. I got a plan.
2: Okay, so I I back up and I uh pull out the banishy scroll and start
1: to do it, hell yeah! You'd see magic start to swirl all around you. About a thirty-foot-wide portal begins to open very slowly. Um, you feel like intense heat. Looks like feels like you're you're standing right next to the sun. This intense heat pours out of the portal, uh, which only intensifies with every foot that it increases. And I used the Bardic Inspiration
2: to
0: make the portal really cool. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
2: laughs> I know how to
1: use that Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> it's
0: just sunglasses come down onto the portal.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hell yeah! After Theron, then we got Draconon and the King. Uh, Draconon is still sparring with uh, with Theron, or with with Theron. Uh, Draconon is still sparring with Magna. Um, he is going to, still with disadvantage, going to make his bite attack. All right, that is a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, he
0: has the muddle thoughts for a minute, so that D6 still oh. applies. That minus D6. So
1: that'd be minus two. Yeah, so it'll still get there. Um, all right, that is. So Magna takes 25 damage from the bite. Ugh. As he comes over and chomps down on you. As he does, his black energy just pours out of his mouth into the wounds in a very ah! uncomfortable oh. way. You take an extra... 16 necrotic damage.
2: Motherfucker!
1: And say, he is going to uh, go around and try to claw Daphne. That's a 27 to hit. So, oh, min damage. Alright, so Daphne, he gets you for 12. As uh, his claw kind of comes around and rakes you right across the uh, the torso. The other claw he is going to use against. say against magna you've done the major, the lion's share of the damage to dracon and he's out for blood so claw that's only a 19 to hit so the other claw comes across and he digs it into the ground peels up a whole bunch of volcanic dirt but it just misses you see his eyes still watering from that fiery attack so big boots uh sitting astride the dragon, you see the the king, he's taken quite a beating. He's got scratches, he's got cuts, he's got bruises and scrapes. He looks at you and his eyes are just burning with hate. And he says, it's not fair. He says, I've done all of this to show my quality and show my worth. He says, you got three fathers that gave a shit about you, big boots? I couldn't even get one. It's time to end this. You know what, man? I I think that speaks more of you if your dad
0: didn't like you and I had three dads love me. Like, that's how cool I am. I had so much extra love to be bestowed upon me and you couldn't even have one.
1: Like, get fucked, dude. So he's gonna point at you and cast Disintegrate. Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) So, make a dexterity save.
0: Uh, I have advantage because this is magic. (laughs)
3: Okay. <laughs> he goes, oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I rolled a three and a four.
3: Oh, God.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Dex say, so a total of seven. Like, seven. fuck. Uh,
3: Big Leap doesn't feel so good. <laughs> you take 39
1: damage. Oh, that's uh, it. 39 <laughs> force damage, yeah. Well, All actually, right. hold on. Sorry. Plus 40. Uh, oh, now we're talking a little bit. Alright, hang on.
4: Yeah. yeah, I was like, there's no way that that's that low. <laughs> yeah, because it's 10d6 plus
1: 40. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, so what's the total? Uh, 79. I'm on my last legs here, guys. Uh, <laughs> Big Boots was finally, like, low. <laughs> do-do,
3: do-do, do-do,
1: do-do, yeah, for do-do. real. Oh <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, just cackles wildly, you know, the whole time. Very, uh like ah, fuck you you
0: know <laughs> um as the smoke clears like is that all you got it's <laughs>
1: just like a smoke <laughs> cloud comes out <laughs> hell yeah Well, after tracking on in the kingdom we got daphne
4: sera so uh, timer turning the colors there <laughs> big boots you're right <laughs> uh,
1: i'm i'm a little hurt
0: but i have a plan just just keep me up oh.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. You want me to heal you? Because oh, do whatever you want. I don't. Y-
0: you can attack. Him. Do whatever you want. Just, just make. I just. I can't die before my turn. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh shit! God damn it!
0: I believe in you, Daphne. I know we've had a weird relationship, but I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs>
4: uh, all right. Well, then you know what? Uh, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Just, just uh, walk it off. Walk it off. Dress for okay just, just rub some okay. dirt in it okay all right <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay since the last time worked really well i'm still i'm still going for the king because uh, he's a dick um motherfucker what the fuck is up with these goddamn it's <sighs> that was a 19 on the die again so close to getting a now 20 so that's what 26
1: 26 even with the shield still, that won't get there. That that won't do it. So yeah, so that definitely gets there. Um I was gonna have him cast shield, but even then it'd only be a twenty-two.
4: All right. Uh hold on. I gotta get all these fucking dice again. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do it. I just closed it I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Okay. 70, 10. hold on. Uh forty five necrotic damage. Heck yeah. Right through resistance. Hey, guys, um, don't die. <laughs> I just used the last of my really good spells. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Awesome. Great job, Magna. You're doing fine, Magna. You'll be all right. Don't worry. I'm doing great.
1: Say <laughs> so at that, he is dangerously low on hit points. Uh, you'd see him visibly, like, stagger back in the face of all this damage, all this uh, necromatic damage, or necr- necrotic damage. And, uh, essentially that's when you'd see it out from under his armor. You see the golden amulet he's using to c- control Dracon with the, 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 dragon heart scale inside. Essentially you'd see the amulet start kind of like moving around on his, uh, on his person, just kind of jangling around the prizes in sight. Misa turn. Usa turn. Usa turn against a big bad. <laughs> Misa turn against that. a big bad. Um, I'm going to
0: use far step to teleport right behind the king on the back of draconon and i'm gonna try to grab that amulet
1: hell yeah that'd be your athletics versus his athletics or acrobatics (laughs) 24 i got a five on the dice which uh will not do it
0: (laughs) all right so I, i rip the amulet off his his neck and then i give him a little kiss in the cheek. it says i'll be back for you in a second
1: hell yeah so big boots as the amulet transfers energy from you know transfers control from, you know, King Eldario to you, you feel this surge of energy. It's like butterflies in your stomach, almost enough to make you yak, right there on the spot. Your vision gets blurry. But yeah, essentially, with this coursing of energy through you, you know, getting new control of this amulet, you'd see feel him kind of shudder, like he, uh, for a split second, is left alone to his thoughts. You'd have about four seconds before Draconon reacts. What do you say? My
0: control is only four seconds? Yeah, um
1: portals open. Portals open. Straight to the elemental plane of fire. Uh
0: I grab the king around the throat. And I gra- he he's got like like harnesses, right? Like a harness for, for him.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. All
0: right, I grab the harness for Draconon. I whisper whatever it takes and I yell, "Magna, make sure they get my good side for the statue." And I command Draconon
1: to go into the portal wait what so after you say that dragonon freezes up for a moment uh you guys would all feel this it feels like a like a seismic pulse throughout the entire place kicks up a bunch of dirt and uh Draconon immediately kinda goes limp you guys hear him he says damn you damn that cursed amulet he Says, I grow weary of kings and men he says I will go into your portal big boots but I will not go alone so he flies up into the air, his great black wings unfurling, and straight into the portal, which snaps shut behind him. You guys would see Draconon fly straight into the elemental plane of fire, uh, the prince screaming with what little breath he has left, taking, you know, Draconon, the, the king, Big Boots, and the amulet. As soon as Draconon's tail slithers on through the portal, snaps shut, And uh, Black Miasma begins to fade, as you guys see what looks like hundreds of dragons in the skies above. They all start to just scatter in all directions. As uh, you guys hear Kerrigan Grey shouting from below with his Thaumaturgy stone. He says, we've won! They're retreating! We've won! We've done it! Fight them back, lads! Fight them back as hard as you can! Keep up the pressure now! Storm giants are just like fighting the dragons off as they're flying in every, you know, scattered to the four winds nimbulon and little love fly down and uh, land in the caldera still holding hands and uh nimbulon says we've done it we've won without dracula draconon's influence the
3: dragons are well they're they're gone he says where all right so where where's big boots they it looked he dove into this uh, what looked like a portal with big boots and the prince and then as soon as they went in it closed what what happened like like you know it's what the hell's going on.
1: Say so a little of her jaw just drops as she um moves forward to where you know the scroll was. Basically as she goes to pick up the scroll that you cast, it just kind of fades into dust. Uh, having been spent, you know. And um she turns to Daphne and Magna and Theron and says,
3: Where is Big Boots? Where is my son? Oh, he was taken down into, this, into the portal that was right there. He kind of points to where it was where it used to be and as soon as Draconon went in with them, it, it closed. I, she, I don't uh, know what's going wanders. on.
1: So She wanders over to the spot and just kind of starts digging it, you know, th- takes her helmet off and throws her weapon to the side and starts kind of clawing at the dirt like trying to dig it up. To no avail. Nimbulon just goes over and puts his hand on her back, you know, kind of on her shoulder there, as she's like furiously digging at the ground, asking, Where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? So big boots, as uh, you feel this like just the most intense heat you've felt in your entire life, it's one of those like you kind of blink and you find yourself somewhere else. Uh, what do I see, Ben? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're at the bottom of the hill. It's a sunny day. Is this uh, hell? Uh, there are clouds in the sky.
0: Hello? Uh, uh um, uh, Femos? What's up, homie?
1: Hello? You feel someone pick you up from behind. Oh, God. He places you on his shoulders and says, Big boots! Dad, you're Good in hell? Forever, health? my boy! <laughs> Dad, what's up, homie? There's not a lot!
5: He says, You made it just in time, my boy.
1: Did I win? And he kind of looks up at you, just beaming with pride, and pats you on the knee. He's got you on his shoulders. He says, my boy, just by being yourself, you've already won. They told me all about your adventures. He starts walking you up the hill. At the top of the hill, you see Bobby, and you see Theijun, goddess of fate. They're both laying there sunbathing, looking at the clouds. And Bobby looks up, kind of startled a little bit as he looks over at you and gets up and kind of presents himself. You know, he's wearing like, uh, not like his his uniform or anything. He's just wearing like these kind of like a nice shirt and pants and stuff. Big Daddy Gold Coin sets you down and Bobby comes up and just wraps his arm around you. And in your ear, he says, Big Boots, I I, I smote the barrel. Bobby, I'm so sorry.
0: Bobby, I am so fucking sorry.
1: Are you proud of me, Big Boots?
0: so fucking proud. You smote all those fucking barrels. Bobby, I'm I'm sorry it happened the way it did.
1: He says, that's, that's okay. Your dad was just telling me stories about when you were a little and, uh, imp- more impulsive.
0: Yeah, can you imagine? I'm, I was less impu- I was, I'm less impulsive now than I was then.
1: Yeah, it's hard to imagine at first.
0: Also, that's a big word for you, buddy. I'm proud of you.
1: As well, Teijun's helped a bit, too. Feijun stands up and bows and says, uh, basically, Big Boots, we heard your pears asking where your father was. Uh, It turns out he's in holding. You see, there's something important that he's been waiting for. My death? Saying Big Daddy Gold Coin, just like cheese and ear to ear. He says, well, Big Boots, you see, Bobby has filled me in on some of the story
5: of the Dirty Water Boys. I was wondering if you'd be willing to uh, elaborate. You got
3: the time?
1: If, if I'm dead I got I guess I got the time I don't know I mean he looks around and faging just nods and says big boots we have all the time in the world
0: okay I I I, Fajun, I am dead Fajun I'm, I'm dead
1: she just nods okay yeah all
0: right uh after I tell the story am I going to hell or am I staying here well? I want to know how long to drag this out is basically what I'm asking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of a thousand one nights at safe situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, well, there's no need for you to go there. I've spoken with Phoebus. He's quite impressed with you. I mean, not many people can bring death to an entire city. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes, <laughs> takes a certain type. She says, well, be that as it may, Regalus. We have all the time in the world. Okay,
0: I I tell them the long version then.
1: (laughs) We're going to flash forward a little bit. Um, Two months have passed since the duel above the clouds. Some are also calling it the Battle of Black Mountain. Um, In those two months, Eldora and the Coalition have worked feverishly uh, pretty much round the clock, sleep when I'm dead type of thing, trying to hammer out the terms of this peace accord that will cause the coalition and the golden empire to basically put down their weapons and stop the fighting. Daphne, Theron, and Magna, uh, you've been summoned to the capital city of Indiglis where Ador- Eldora is returned to her rightful throne, being the last member or the last child of King Eladio. As you pass, they've just put the finishing touches Um, on a large marble statue of Big Boots. Right in the same spot in that courtyard where you guys saved Eldora from the fireball in season one. The plaque on the marble statue, which stands, you know, roughly 20 feet high. Yeah, the plaque says, uh, in honor of all all lives lost in the Great War, and it says, Admiral Big Boots, the Stormbringer, commander of the fourth fleet Unifier and ruler of the goblins, son of giants, prince and heir to the throne of giants, reclaimer of Moonhaven, betrothed of shathos Slayer of Many Beasts, Avatar of Chaos, and Leader of the Dirty Water Boys.
4: Maybe take a nap after reading all that. Uh, He would
3: have enjoyed that. Probably would never shut up about it, but he would have enjoyed seeing this. Yeah, the
1: statue is of him flexing on a hater. Looks like it came right from one of the headshots that he was given out. You know, that's kind of what they <laughs> used for the reference. So as you enter the throne room, um, Eldora is there sitting. There's a couple of um, couple of lords that finish signing documents and they bow to her. And she just gets this, like, super relieved look on her face. Like, okay, I made it through that. She looks at all three of you and uh, stands up and just kind of runs over and wraps you guys in a big kind of group hug. And she says, it's
3: done. It's done. What did you do?
1: <sighs> she says, those it's were the last you. lords that needed to pledge fealty. She ah. says, with this, the great plan, the, the healing can proceed. Oh, come. Good. There's there's much we must discuss. And she pulls you guys into a boardroom. So Theron, to you, she gifts a key and a scrap of paper. As uh, essentially Eldora says... Um, you know, for all the work that you've done, saving our world, saving my nation, and saving its people. She says, I can think of no one better to have this. And she hands you a, a key with like a, a ruby set into the um you know, ruby set into the like the handle part of it. She says, At this address is you will find your uh, your calling. She says, Now something else you should know. She says, Your father is here. I've already set him up at a very nice inn, and he's brought your child. Nazara's there with him. She says, what was the name of that child again? The the new oracle? Izzy. Izara. Izzy, yes. Yes, he's currently taking care of Izzy. There are a number of guards stationed around. She says, I fastened something for her. After the battle at Black Mountain, um, we found that there was one godly scroll left. Normally, oracles are not allowed to really leave their... um, you know, like these sites of power, these holy power conduit sites, kind of thing. Um, I know Nazara, that was kind of a struggle with her uh, during season two. Essentially, turn that God scroll into a ring that the, the um, kind of keeps her like godly juice amped so she can go around at will. Um, so, yeah, uh, essentially, Indiglas is going to be the new, new holy site for the Oracle rather than Nazara's tower to the south. Um, So kind of flashing forward later that evening, um, Theron, as you make it up, you see that the address that she's given you is the uh, essentially the burned out bell tower where you guys fought the uh, cult of the Black Hand and the Dragonborn that was their presumed leader. As you ascend the rickety stairs, you see that there's still a lot of fire damage. And um, inside the very apex, you know, where it's blown out, you've probably a couple hundred feet in the air, you can look over the city of Indiglas, you see a chest there. I I walk over
2: and kind of take in the room. I I imagine I'm by myself at this point coming here. Um, I take in the room, I walk over, and
1: I kind of lift the chest uh, lid open slowly. All right. Inside you find the armor of the Crimson Snipe. And out from the shadows come the seven sparrows. Holy shit! Where'd you all come from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, one of the sparrows walks forward. Um, It's one of those your character doesn't know them all like by name, but uh, she would introduce herself. Like two of them, really. So yeah, she. um... Well, actually, Kiki, what was the name of your sparrow? Remind me. Uh, Uh, Door or something?
4: No. Oh my god! The only
2: sparrow's name I remember Roxanne or something.
1: Roxanne. Okay, so we'll say Roxanne. Yeah, did steps I make forward. it? Yes. <laughs> I lived twice.
5: Mm. Yeah, Roxanne steps forward. Boots. <laughs>
1: but yeah, Roxanne steps forward and kneels, uh, basically saying, uh, "Greetings, Crimson Knight."
4: Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No. No, Go for it. So toxic. Yeah. What's up?
2: (laughs) Uh, Hey, um, I hope I'm not intruding too much.
4: No. I lived, unfortunately. How are you doing?
2: (laughs) I'm good. Best I've been.
4: Awesome. You're the new snipe, I take it. Looks like it. Cool. Do you know anything about making these awesome, like, things? I think you guys call them Tide Pods. They stick to things and make things blow up.
2: I was under the impression that was your guys' job. We got them from you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Really? It got it from us see because we were talking about it and we don't think anybody's left that knows how to make them. that might be a pro I mean not like we need to blow anything up but you never know I say
1: it makes would like find That's some sh- <laughs> sorry yeah
4: go ahead you're good I see, you, you you say you know that
1: then? the uh, the crimson snipe isn't a person it's a title kind of like the dread pirate Roberts oh yeah I know yeah so the, Did I give uh, it yeah. an
4: impression I didn't know that?
1: <laughs> no, I, I was just kind of putting it out there, just so like okay. you know the listeners know too. Yeah, Crimson Star. Oh yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, the Crimson's night before Princess Eldora was a Dragonborn. I'm gonna butcher the name. Dragonborn uh, named Faram Te
4: Yeah, we don't have any need to mention the guy before because he had a really weird name. Yeah, <laughs> or girl. I don't. They. Uh, you know, whatever. It's cool
1: a guy, very Godzilla-looking Dragonborn.
4: That's even better.
1: Okay, great. Now, as as you don the armor, Theron, um, essentially it undergoes every time it undergoes some kind of small aesthetic changes. Basically, the uh, the armor turns from a red to more of like a deep red, like a crimson, uh, like a almost like a black inlay kind of thing. Um, and as soon as you don the mask as well, the eyes flash red, and you're covered in darkness. I can do that. even without the mask so after i pull the mask off
2: the eyes stop being red my eyes continue to be red as i look out over the city hell yeah (laughs) because i've got thaumaturgy and i can color
1: my eyes now all right well uh back in the meeting so um daphne essentially uh the princess would also give you a uh a scrap of paper it's the address of aris the stupendous's wizard tower in Indiglas. she says i don't know why he was asking about you he seemed rather insistent you know later on in the day as you make your way there he has got a a table full of enchanted amulets he says yeah um," he says yeah i've been working with an old associate of mine daphne you're a champion of death
5: correct still at it yep says, well,
1: we've, the last couple of months, we've taken the schematics of your amulet and, um, well, we tried to replicate it see if there's anything we can do uh, to, you know, try and halt the, the progress of death and all that. And here's the best we can come up with. And he says, each of these amulets will allow you to bring somebody back, uh, so to speak, for a year, like the, you know, essentially reanimating their soul for a year. Is now I believe that you'd mentioned you wanted to use this uh, uh, some kind of way.
4: Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be kind of neat to um find people who died, you know, a little bit too soon before their time, bring them back, and give them a chance to complete something. You know, it'd be nice if uh, I could maybe train some people in how to uh how to do that. You know, be like caretakers of the dead in a different kind of way
1: an admirable goal your friend grand here has been most helpful and Grund kind of comes out you know comes out of the kitchen he's got a couple plates of food kind of dished up you see he's got the amulet on and he says oh love
4: he's like you mean my husband grunt not (laughs) 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 not my friend i made a deal you got married you stuck with me now Yes, I am. Uh, it's all right. He's not too bad.
5: Uh, not too bad. I'll take it.
4: He's getting he, uh, he's getting better.
5: Uh, yep. Yeah, I just learned how to spell potato yesterday. Just in
1: time to eat it. Uh, come on now. You can't do magic on an empty stomach. And he, uh, yeah, kind of sets the table and stuff. And Aris, you know, bony little old man hobbles on over. And uh, And, yeah, so... He would mention, too, how he's already got a recruit, like, one of these people willing to put on the amulet, you know, and help basically raise somebody's spirit and help them complete something that they didn't get to in their former life uh, before they died. A young whippersnapper named Herbert.
4: I'm going to just call you Herbie. That's a lot lot more interesting than Herbert. Sounds terrible. No offense (laughs) to your mother who named you, maybe.
1: uh, You ready for this, Herbie? Little guy just shrugs. He's maybe, like, 14. Um, a little bit taller than you, he just shrugs and he's like, better
4: now than never.
1: He goes and puts on the amulet and, uh, and yeah, basically you just start questioning about how it works. And RS is there to kind of help, you know, um, straighten out any, like work out any kinks in the magic and stuff to make sure it all works properly. And, uh, yeah. And what is the name of this new order?
4: (laughs) It's the order of Grigorovich, of course. Come on, man. Excellent,
1: yeah. Their missions to you know, yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, the mission statement order of Grigorovich is to uh, seek out souls with unfinished business and help them get right. All right. So, meanwhile, flashing backwards, you know, to the meeting. So, uh, Theron gets a key and a slip of paper. Daphne gets a slip of paper. Magna. Eldora looks at you and just smiles, and uh, she says, "I know Bobby would be proud." She says, "I want to give you a chance to have that same kind of." Effect on others, she says. I'm forming a Kingsguard and call themselves the Dragon Riders. See, uh, as the uh, the color dragons, like the red, the blue dragons, flew off, and they're now you know kind of licking their wounds up in the mountains. The chromatic dragons have agreed to stay back and try to help heal the hurt that they've caused. As as such, each of our seven dragon riding Kingsguardmen will get to choose their own egg and raise the dragon and eventually ride it when it comes of age so she wheels in essentially there's like a number of still smoking dragon eggs that are like like minutes from hatching uh joey what color would you like your dragon to be black and
3: gold black and gold cool hawkeye dragon
1: (laughs) (laughs) but more of like
3: a metallic gold than the yellow gold that the, the hawkeyes have oh for sure yeah
1: so, uh, so yeah, the little guy hatches and he kind of peeps out and like blinks his eyes a few times imprints on you. And, uh, probably about the size of a house cat when it comes out of the egg, the egg is about the size of a, a shoebox, you know? Hi there. And, uh, and it just kind of licks its lips a few times and continues kind of like moving its shoulders, bra- breaking more of the egg. Um, eventually it kind of just jumps out and claws up and stays right on your shoulder, almost like a parrot and just kind of wraps its little tail around your neck very gently. And just kind of starts to cling on to you like it's found its mama.
3: Oh, what am I gonna call you? Mm-hmm. Just call you Hawk.
1: Hawk? Cool. But yeah, and it lets out a little like meh meh like a squeak and then like a little bit of like a little bit of like breath comes out, but it's not quite fully like it just had it's born today, you know, so it can't quite materialize a full like breath weapon, but it's like meh meh almost yeah, more we'll like get a spray there bottle. Eventually.
3: We'll get there eventually.
1: Hell yeah. And with that, Eldora just smiles and says, well, I'm to assume that you accept position of first, uh, first ranger in our King's
3: Guard. Of course. It'll be my honor to be able to fight along, fight for the kingdom.
1: It's very well. It comes with a new set of armor as well. She says, we're getting it polished now, but it'll be ready by tonight. All right. Awesome. Thank you. She says, with that being said, I have one more request to make of you. At this point, Kalanon enters the room. He's kind of there, you know, as well. Um, Very downcast looking. He comes up and he holds Eldora's hand. And uh, you see Eldora almost like shaking as she is um, struggling to get the words out. She sighs and says, there is nothing I wouldn't do to protect my kingdom. All of this. Killing my own brother. Leading troops against my own men. My countrymen. I've done to protect my kingdom. She places her hand on her stomach and she says, my family understood. And she looks at Theron and says, uh, if tales are true, she says uh, you're not the only one that um, spent time with a loved one.
3: The night of black mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Magnet does not understand what's going on here. So he's just like, Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's very sweet.
4: Magna, do I, do I need to help you? No,
3: I, I I'm be... I'm good. I understand uh, completely. I... They're 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 happy to be with each other. They're good friends. Blink, blink. I... <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, okay, All right.
3: because you know,
4: for a minute, you had to like. I mean, you do realize she's pregnant, right? Like that's, that's what happens when yeah, <laughs> she's <come> what? <laughs> oh boy.
1: I say, so, uh, she, um, you know, Kellen on like, he just keeps, he can't make eye contact with her as he keeps looking down and, um, eventually takes his hand away from hers and puts them in his pockets and just kind of stands there quiet and sullen. She says, I have one final request to make of all of you. She says huh. a secret and a promise.
3: She
1: mm-hmm. says, you see, the, the peace is an uneasy one. The coalition, they've lost thousands of lives in this war, as have my people. But they, I fear, will not sit lightly without one of their own on the throne. She says, the only way that, the only compromise we could reach, she says, um, I am to be betrothed to Kerrigan. He is an elf. Kalanon is an elf. It will throw off suspicion. This child will be born half-elf. Whether he's a boy or a son or a daughter, he'll be half-elf, and it needs to happen tonight. Any later, and I'll begin to show, and it'll raise questions, and the war begins again. And I fear that there will be nothing left of my people if the coalition has their way. I've already spoken with Kalanon about this, and he is to officiate the ceremony. Throw off suspicion. This needs to be a seamless transition of power. He says, I, need you, I need to trust you with the secret. He says, my family and my life are at stake if word gets out. Understood. What if I'm he just dies,
4: you know, like by accident? <laughs> After they're the, married.
1: Then the war will open again.
4: No, and we no, may no, not no, come. What if what if he had an accident and he just died? Why would they go to war with that? Timing I mean, would really... be
1: suspicious. Oh, yeah. please. T- Timing would be suspicious. She'd be suspect number one. Coalition riles up again. World War One, round two.
4: What if he dies of a disease?
1: Instantly. Well,
4: right. Heart attack. How's that so your well, fault?
1: One can only hope. She says he has he has come a long way
4: going to vomit is there anything around me that I can throw across the room because that's exactly what I'm gonna do
1: yeah maybe a, a, shan- like okay. a candelabra there on the table
4: sure I'm throwing that and I'm gonna look at her and just be like I don't approve I hate everything that's going on right now and she I'll tears try well to keep my mouth eyes. shut
1: yeah. you see tears well here, up in her eyes she says, uh, whatever it takes.
4: I'm actually just going to leave. All right.
1: Um, at that but I'm turn is around and going- say, oh.
4: don't ever ask me to do anything for you again.
1: So with that, Eldora is also going to take her leave. Um, she's quite shaken, takes her things, heads back into the throne room, Kalanon close behind her. Um, I need Theron and Magna make a perception check. I like got an eleven.
6: All right.
3: <laughs> I don't see see shit. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> two? <laughs> I, I'm blind as a bat.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Theron, you would see essentially when the queen leaves, um, her reflection in the window does not leave. Um, still, kind of stays it, there, almost frozen in place. The fuck. Insight, maybe? Or Arcana or something? (laughs) Well, sure. Yeah. Um, You'd see the glass start to fog up and in the glass um, is a essentially a a hazmat symbol is traced. Um, Roll religion. At this point, uh, Joey, you would also notice as soon as the glass starts fogging up, I need both of you guys to roll religion check.
2: Okay. This isn't a good one for me. I got a 14, though.
1: I got a 17. It's sim- the symbol of one of the naughty gods. Yeah. Yeah. Symbol of Zetas, goddess of pestilence. Uh, the one that Kalanon made the deal with in mm-hmm. season two. Yeah. Oh, ooh. So Baby. Um, essentially ooh. as the, the reflection of Eldora uh, doesn't seem to fade and the glass fogs up and the symbol of Zetas appears in the in the fog, um, you'd see essentially reflection Eldora turn to you and her eyes have rolled back. And now she's sporting, like like she's very pregnant, like what the reflection is, kind of whispering out like a secret you hear when the sleeper awakens and the great war looms close, a king will rise, empires fall, the slaves will be freed, and the chosen will be called upon to defend the living from the dead, Only then will the child be born that ushers the death of gods and the return of the elder ones from their dark isolation. <laughs>
0: That's the uh that's the prophecy from the season one finale, right? It is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. She just smiles. There's like rows of razor sharp teeth. As uh, you know, this image, this aspect of Zatus smiles in the reflection and waves and says, "See you soon." And then
4: she <laughs> about- like, see you soon.
1: <laughs> can I? Yeah. Yeah. The other awesome. really I get to be three ending. and one today. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, so with that, kind of moving forward to the evening as the sun sets, uh, a, crowd of, a crowd of thousands are gathered around the statue of Big Boots, the marble statue of Big Boots in honor of the fallen. Um, that is where the, uh, the, uh, the ceremony is taking place. Um, <clears throat> so Kalanon is there officiating the wedding, tr- struggling to hold back, keep it together himself. You'd see that um, essentially Magna is there standing off to the side like a bouncer. He's got his full imperial armor on with a red cloak, kind of harkening back to Joey's vision as well uh, in season two, where he's dressed in the you know, imperial armor of Indiglas, um, standing in front of the uh, statue of Big Boots, With Kalanon standing next to Eldora in her white dress as she uh, kind of under her breath saying her vows. At this point then after the ceremony, Kerrigan would address the crowd and kind of just wave and You know, people are cheering and stuff. The war is over. You know, the union of the coalition and the empire have begun. And uh, at this, Kerrigan would address the crowd and say, Now, my queen has requested to honor those that have fallen in our great conflict. Says, my queen has requested that we all partake in an ancient giant ritual. They may have departed, but they're, you know, back to their city, back to their dimension in Vraubarg. But their traditions will live on. And I will see to this. And essentially, they pass out the paper birds to everybody. Um, so as the whole host of people, thousands of paper birds are dispersed, people write down a name of one of their lost loved ones. And uh, Joey, from where you're at, you would see Eldora write down three names. Um, she writes down King Eldario, uh, King Eladio, Prince Eldario, and Kalanon. And she seals it with her tears as she uh, folds it into a crane, and thousands of these paper birds fly up into the night sky, blanketing the stars as they all kind of go and like kind of peel into flame uh, and that flame illuminating the uh, the helmet of the crimson snipe who's watching from a nearby rooftop
5: well big Boots, do you need a glass of water or something you've been telling this story for two months oh uh,
0: dad i would love a glass of water it's it's been a long time, but we're we're not even halfway through the story. So, uh, we go to the fucking uh, place, this like forbidden place, to like find this peacekeeper bullshit. And, like, I'm killing all these cool skeletons at the bottom. And all the other Dirty water boys are like, Wow, he's so good at killing skeletons. And I said, Guys, I got this. I got this. It's all good. Save your spells. Let let me lead the way. And I'm fighting him. And then we get up to the top. And then we gotta, like, fight this, like, cool-ass golden dragon who's gone crazy. And then, like, the bad douchebag king destroys the Peacekeeper. And everyone's like, Oh, no. God, what are we gonna do? Big Boots. But me, with my intelligent brain of awesomeness lifted everyone up and flew them out the window myself. Oh, well, guys, that's uh that's season 3. Holy shit. How we feeling?
1: Feeling really good. Yeah. Th- you know, finished. 3 years in feeling 3 finished. years in the making.
0: Yeah, Jesus. Uh, fans, thank you so much for listening. This is, a, I mean, it, it, it's a big deal to us, and it's a big deal within podcasting to do an a episodic story for, like, three years and finish it. I have personally never finished a campaign of D&D in my entire life. Like, they've always stopped halfway through or got bef- stopped before they got going. So, Ben, thank you so much for
1: letting us, like, finish the story. Hey, of the pleasure. boys. pleasure. It's been fun, yeah. I like giving you emotional damage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Emotional
4: damage. (laughs) My child has been running around saying that all morning. (laughs) He just learned it. I was like, what? He knew. It's like he knew it
0: was coming. He knew it was going to happen. He did. Yeah. Well, Kiki, also, thank you for joining us, stepping up and joining us midway through the season four and adding a lot to the story. It's been a lot of fun. Season three. Thank you. Yes, thank you.
2: But she'll be in season four, too. She'll be in season four. She's staying. We like her. We're keeping her.
4: Right. <laughs> can can, I, can I tell the pressure. story? Yeah. Real quick? Like like the little, like, I don't know if you want them to know, but I, I was going to join you guys in season four anyway. And then, boom, I came early. <laughs> That's phrasing Get anyway. <laughs> I was trying to make it not be weird but it's just not in my nature apparently Um, but no seriously I'm so grateful that you guys asked me to join you early and it was so awesome and I love playing Daphne and I'm going to miss her a little tiny bit but (laughs) Ben and I have some ideas for very far in the future the next character is going to be nuts I can't wait for you guys to meet her (laughs) because
2: same yeah it's going to be awesome Season I 4 I got has a little weird and crazy.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Joey, uh what what's the deal? Not want to be a widower, bud. You could have uh <laughs> like you could totally get the widower sympathy here if you married me.
4: Right? You could have gained like <laughs> a lot of money, maybe he left you. You don't know.
0: You could have took a life insurance policy. What money? Out of
3: me. What do you have left me? <laughs> <laughs> I had like
0: two thousand gold on me, dude. All <laughs> the like... money he <laughs> well, stole but from but literally, literally it was on you.
4: everyone. Yeah, it's
0: on you.
2: You can't, it went no, with that's you.
4: that's true. Yeah, he didn't have a bank account, did he?
2: So I, I got to know, Big Boots always, well, towards the end claimed that once he died, he'd be marrying Sheethos and yeah, would become a god. Is Big Boots a god
1: now? Is there a 14th? Or no, 14th a god. or whatever? I mean, he's still the champion of Sheethos. He's just, uh, yeah, kind of like uh, <laughs> in like, I don't want to say a holding cell, but like he's off in the afterlife. Basically, uh, you know, Fae and some others have pulled some strings and doesn't have to go to like... The Femos afterlife. You just kind of here with loved ones. Just kind of hanging out. Nice. Congratulations on your loved ones. Yes. Yes. Well,
0: thank you so much, Ben. Um, Do we want to give them a hint, a little taste about season four? Like, I know some of us have ideas for our characters. Some have them pretty thought out, but we're going back in
1: time, right? Yes. This one is we're pulling a house of the dragon. We're going <laughs> about 200 years in the past. And uh, I just want to tell you my inspirations for season four. Sure. So the vibe that I'm going for is Jamestown, like the colony of Jamestown, plus Pirates of the Caribbean, plus Encanto, plus the ending of the Patriot. <laughs> Trying to mash all of those into a fantasy story with you okay, guys. Okay, but the main somebody, characters.
2: somebody has to get a cannonball through the head. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, episode true. one. <laughs> yeah. That's the opening scene. A cannonball flies to a person's head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. Well, uh, so as far as content wise, when you hear this, hopefully we're going to do a Q&A episode. Where, uh, so we, we're actually recording this on Mother's Day. This will be out sometime in June, maybe July, depending on how, how good I'm able to get stuff edited and done. Um, and then we're going to get together after this airs and we're going to record a Q&A. So if you have any questions for the Q&A, hit us up on the Discord or the Twitter or the Instagram at Lost TOT or join the Discord. Links there also. Um, and then ask any questions we're gonna have questions for y- ourselves and for Ben I have a few questions for Ben so I'm really curious about those
1: yeah number one how dare you number yeah. two who what, do you think you
0: are what gives you the you fucking are? right
2: huh? <laughs> <laughs> but also good job good
0: story awesome job uh, and Thank God
2: we never have to hear from Big Boots again. Oh.
0: Oh. I'm gonna frame the fucking the character sheet. I'm gonna frame the character sheet and put it on the wall. Like I I absolutely loved playing Big Boots. It was like my personality and what I perceive Vaughn's personality turned up to eleven. And I you know, it's just a little asshole, but also I'm ready to move on and play something else. You know, I'm I'm excited for my new character. So
1: well, you mentioned Same. earlier that you've never finished a and d campaign, and I'm really happy this is the first one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've never gotten to do one as a DM or a player. I've never finished a campaign. So campaign one down, and then we'll do next season. Um, as far as timeline, we're not really sure yet. I want a couple of months break just from editing and stuff, and then also from recording. So yeah, just keep your eyes peeled on the Discord and shit, and then maybe we'll do a one-shot in between uh, seasons too, maybe. we'll think about it if you're good
2: we can at least ensure 2023 though right
0: yeah yeah Uh, i'm i'm pretty sure we'll get uh the season four will start within 2023 but yeah thank you so much guys and until next time stay sexy It's only twenty feet. <laughs>
6: <That's>
1: <laughs> much larger than no, a, no, the plaque no. is twenty Shut feet up.
3: high. <laughs> you know, if Big Boots, if Big Boots was a normal size humanoid, he probably would have had a bigger statue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> probably been forty Bunchy feet. Cuts. Yeah, budget
6: cuts.